0: The story is
1: next. You're watching Channel 5, KSBK, St. Louis, where the news comes first with Karen Foss, Rick Edler, Bob Richards, and Mike Bush. This is News Channel 5 at 5.
2: Again and again, all along the Missouri, dramatic evidence the river is winning, winning and getting stronger. Good evening. I'm Karen Foss. And I'm Rick
0: Appel.
1: Alpina. That's from Top July 16th, 1993. I actually still remember it
3: like it was yesterday.
1: I was going to ask you if you still remember it. I was seven years old. And I would have been, and I was 15. And I don't know if you're, so we're, we're kind of in that mode again. Yeah. Flood season, which it's has become a regular. Yeah, but nothing. I think it's been a while since it's been this bad. There was, I know there was that one around Christmas and New Year's uh, around 2016. It lasted about a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going on. So I drive over uh, 270 North County every once in a while. You ever get up that way and see yeah. the river? Yeah. So if you look south, usually mm-hmm. uh, there's an island just south of the Channel Rocks Bridge. Okay. Okay. And the river splits around it. Okay. Most of the time, the left side of the river bank is dry. The main channel goes around to the right side. The Corps of Engineer doesn't maintain that channel. Because it, there's no barge traffic on it because of the chain of rocks, and also the the the, the spans under the two seventy bridge are not wide enough to allow any boat traffic through anyway. Okay. But um, right now, it's it's very very flooded. Mm-hmm. It's up it's up to the top of the levee there. There's kind of a house and a grain silo right there, and it's up over the top of the levee. Drove over uh, the Poplar Street Bridge uh, yesterday, and the. Uh, the water is up to the Eads on the Eads. I know it's, it's named after the It's really it's up to the Eaves right. of the Eads Bridge. Yeah. Big river. Mm-hmm. Big river. Yeah. My home is over Jordan. And then today we had our first levee break of the year. Oh, really? Yeah. St. Charles County, right by an RV park. Okay. And uh, it's just it, it's very reminiscent. Yeah. Of how this stuff all started. So So what? It's been 26, 26 years, years since the flood of 93. Okay.
3: I remember the sandbagging. Do you remember the sandbagging? Oh, yeah. I mean, I vividly, I, again, I was seven, but I vividly remember seeing the news. Interesting fun fact. Okay.
1: How many Cardinal games were rained out in the summer of
2: 1993?
1: No idea.
3: Zero. Really? Yeah. So what, was all the rain coming during the day?
1: A lot of rain during the day. A lot of rain coming from up north. Uh-huh. Before, and this, that's and the causing, flooding coming down. Yeah. Yep. And that's what's causing a lot of this too. I grant now, granted, we've had a ton of rain here. Sure. It will not stop. Although it's beautiful in 77 right now. On this beautiful Monday, May 6th, 2018, you're listening to the St. Louis Happy Hour Podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network. I'm Andy Hanselman alongside John Alpina Sander. Very happy to have you along with us. This episode of the STL Happy Hour Podcast brought to you by Henry Plumbing Showroom, and we will talk a little bit more about them here. As we go along, but we have a new sponsor, and it's Henry Plumbing Showroom. Happy to have them aboard. Thrilled. Happy, Thank you. I know it's, it's, unbelievable. Really awesome. it's unbelievable, awesome, unbelievable. So we get to put some money into this thing, and it's
3: get it rolling, get awesome. it rolling.
1: Uh, you can find us many, many different places. You can find us on Facebook under STL Happy Hour. You can also find us on Facebook. Without oh, Facebook, I know it's going to screw it up. I'm like, I'm really rolling. I'm really rolling here. I'm going to get rolling. it right. And you're then still I, rolling. You're still. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher. Google Play Music and Spotify. Just look up STL Happy Hour. There's a great little red and black logo on there, and it's, uh, it's neat. It's really, really easy to find. And make sure you uh, rate and subscribe and comment and tell your friends about it and send links to your friends and do everything you can because the only way to, that these things get out is by word of mouth. It takes a long time. But it's for, growing. For it, but it is growing, we're, and we're very happy to hear that.
0: Have you
3: ever been uh, affected personally by a flood before? Indirectly.
1: Indirectly, okay. Uh, living up, you know, we we live on top of the bluff here in Edwardsville, Glen Carbon area. Mm-hmm. But back in 93, uh, we were actually playing in the Father-Son District Golf Tournament at Norwood Hills. Okay. On July 30th of 1993. The only mm-hmm. reason I remember because I know what happened the next day. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was the day that the Monarch levee broke at Chesterfield and flooded Highway 40, mm-hmm. where it was closed for three months. Yeah. People are having like hour and 10 minute commutes.
0: Oh my God. Well, flooding. And that's, keep, flooding. In mind,
1: keep in mind, this is before the stupid traffic we have now. It was, we had bad traffic back then. Yeah. It was actually normal traffic. Not, it's not like the 270, you know, today. Yeah. Not even close. And, uh, we were playing in the, in the, uh, and we were playing golf with my, uh, with one of my dad's, um, customers. Mm-hmm. He owned a company called Portafab Corporation and they were down and they were down in the valley. And, uh, there, and he said he kept getting phone calls on his cell. He he was fancy; he had a cell phone back in 1993 that he could have on the golf course with him, because of course. And he kept getting phone calls saying, "Yeah, there it's going to break tonight. We need to we need to get our files out. We need to you know put everything up higher. There's going to be about eight feet of water in here. Come tomorrow morning." So they knew, so they were able to prepare a little bit. Yeah, they they could tell it was going to break. And then at two o'clock in the morning, it broke. And so we uh, we helped them with some stuff. We housed some of their documents here for them. Sure. So then, because we had some extra storage space at the time. And uh, yeah, it was just a whole big mess.
3: I mean, I, I believe it was 2016 in April. It was either April of 16 or April of 17 where we also had bad flooding again. Yeah. And that definitely went over where Lauren and I live in Arnold, Missouri. Yeah. and
1: it went over the river
3: and we were we were stranded.
1: Went over it went over the interstate,
3: totally stranded. Yeah. yeah. We were could not go anywhere. But
1: it was either. only it was only up for about how long? 24 hours? Yeah,
3: it wasn't that bad, man. I think it was like maybe 24 hours, two days, something like that.
1: I don't remember the Merrimack going up over 55 back then. Something they must have changed parts of the levee system mm-hmm. to where now it, it does flood that area sometimes. Right. I know the work that they've done at Valley Park may have some may have some work to something to do with that.
3: Yeah. And they now they've got the new overpass Yeah, so
1: now, they, so now you won't get stuck. Well, at least coming the one way. Yeah. The one way you're okay. Yeah, you can keep the traffic moving that one way. Yeah. It's going from, uh, from southbound 141 to eastbound 44. Yes. They have the, the, the new flyover ramp there. Yeah. So that'll help a lot. Uh, but no, just watching it today, I'm like, oh, boy, here we go again. Now, do you remember watching? It's, it's a very, very famous picture now, a very famous b- video. It was actually on Channel 5 Sunday morning. Uh, it would have been like August 1st, August 2nd, August 1st, somewhere there. And the, a, a levy on the Mississippi broke down by Columbia, Illinois. I, honest, I don't remember and, that now. And the video is, is very dramatic footage of a, a farmhouse being washed away. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I remember watching that live.
3: Hard to forget it. Huh. It's hard to forget that stuff. Like, I mean, I still remember the... I mean, I remember any time it floods. I Doesn't it... And again, sometimes I think you're just kind of a prisoner of the moment, or I'm a prisoner of the moment. We all are. But, like, I was thinking, like, doesn't it seem like it's been raining in St. Louis, Illinois, you know, this surrounding areas so much more than it used to in this time of year? Like, and also, I don't remember April being this bad.
1: Last year it rained this much, but it was also freezing-ass cold. Right, right. But, I mean, I'm cold. talking like five, six years ago. Do you remember it being like this? No, we used to have springtime.
3: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, like, what do you? I mean, people say global warming or whatever other crazy, you know, stuff they say. But I mean, what do you think it really is? Just the seasons are changing in the area.
1: I think that's part of it. Not a not a big believer in global warming. Yeah, I think that there's some elements to it. Sure. Uh, But it's also my opinion that the Earth is such a powerful being, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. That no matter what we do to it, it's going to do what it wants anyway.
3: Right, which it's proven that it will.
1: But it's also proven that some of the stuff we do creates these greenhouse gases that sure that do create global warming. But how much is you know how much is, how much is it really affecting us? Yeah, yes. Is it affecting ten percent of the Earth? Is it affecting twenty percent? And I just have to believe. I mean, the Earth can just turn on an ice age whenever it wants over the course of about hundred years. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take very long. Right. You know, I say 100 years. So in other words, we're not going to see one in our lifetime. But hope not. My grandkids might. Hope not. Hope not. I, I, I don't know. I think the human population, what's left of it, would just migrate towards the equators.
3: I would assume so. I would, I would assume also by that point in time, again, they figure out ways to stop whatever. They always do. They Can't always stop an ice age. Can't stop an ice age. You can Sorry. move. You can move somewhere. Like you said, you can move.
1: Time to colonize Mars, everybody. Yep. They, they're figuring that out. They're figuring
3: that stuff out. God, this is a really deep way to start this podcast. Yeah. I didn't even think about all this
1: stuff. Yeah. Flooding ama- is an amazing thing. And I, also, I remember... Um, it's
3: amazingly depressive to me.
1: It is that, too. I, I mean, it hate is it, that man.
3: Too. All the raining and just...
1: Oh, I know. I remember going down. We were going down to a baseball game, Cardinal game, at Old Bush Stadium. Bush Two. Bush Two. Okay. Yeah, I'm not that old, fucker.
3: Hey, I'm just saying I'm I'm I am just checking.
1: I was born in seventy seven. Bush two opened in sixty six.
0: Seventy
3: seven.
1: Old. I know. <laughs> and, but before we went to the game, we walked down to the, you could you walk down to the arch grounds. Uh huh. And they had just I think they had just finished the grand staircase. Okay. So which, because before they used to just have steps going up to each leg uh-huh. of the arch. Well, now they have the whole grand stair th- that, that's 630 feet wide. Right. That's just why it's so. And you can see the water. The water was up. Oh, I'd say probably 15 steps from the top. And this is when? 93. 93. It lasted so long, Alpino. It lasted so long. Because there was. The flood season of 93 was actually kind of pretty normal. It wasn't crazy until. June, and then it popped back up again, and everybody and everybody's like, "Whoa!"
3: So did the original flooding start in April back then too?
1: No, June. 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 June yeah. So June.
3: June. So we're early for what's going on right now.
1: I think the I think the rivers were like at or above flood stage through the spring. Okay. Okay. The major flooding didn't start until June. Okay. Here, let's flood of nineteen ninety three Mississippi.
3: There's a lot of wild weather going on. Uh, Lauren's grandma and cousin, uh, shout out to Travis. He's a, uh, lo- a loyal listener. Hey, yo, Travis. They uh, they live in uh, Wyoming, and they're getting like they got like tornado watches today, and they got snow coming tomorrow. So I mean, like, what? Forget about it. You know, terrible weather all
1: over. All right. So I have the uh, this is the F- Great Flood of 1993 Wikipedia page. Uh, as in June, as noted above, rains in South Dakota contributed to flooding downstream in June. Flooding occurred along the Black River in Wisconsin, with flooding also starting to occur along the Mississippi, Missouri, and Kansas rivers, starting as early as June 7th. Wow. Reports of levees being overtopped and levee breaks became common. These breaches acted to delay the, food, the flood crest, temporarily storing excess water in adjacent lowlands. Uh, in the beginning of June, the Missouri and Mississippi rivers dropped below flood stage and were receding during the second week of June, river levels rose to near flood stage before yet be, uh, again, beginning their slow recession. By the end of June, the Mississippi river was four feet below flood stage at St. Louis, while many other river locations in the region were near flood stage precipitation for the, for the month averaged from one inch above normal in Kansas city to nearly four inches above normal in Springfield, Missouri. Uh, and then let's see here I kind of want to I just want to see like the chart
3: because I mean like this morning we were watching the news and I believe it said like the what the Merrimax at what 38 cresting at 38 feet you know what it is that's correct yeah
1: uh, August the Mississippi River at St. Louis crested at 49.6 feet 15.1 meters on August 1st nearly 20 feet above flood stage It had a peak flow rate of 1,080,000 cubic feet per second in front of the arch.
3: It's a lot of water moving fast.
1: Uh, At this rate, a bowl the size of Bush Memorial Stadium in St. Louis would be filled to the brim. Take a guess. How long would it take? And how fast was it moving again? Read it again. 1,080,000 cubic feet per second. And how quick could it fill Bush Stadium? Yeah. Bush Stadium 2.
3: Oh, my God. I don't even know. I mean, that's so fast. One minute,
1: Uh, 10 seconds.
3: It could fill the. Oh, my God. Wow. So there is no getting around that. It almost made like sandbagging seem like uh, you had no chance of stopping it. Futile
1: efforts. All it meant to do. All the sandbagging did was extend the height of the levees. Right. To hold the water back a little bit. Yes. Or really just delay. Yeah. Delay the inevitable. So people could get out. Yeah. It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. Yeah, I
3: still remember it, man. I mean, what, 26 years ago? It's still fresh in my mind. I still remember the visuals, the visuals of people sandbagging. I still remember that. I also remember it just raining all the time that summer because as a kid, you're at home, and we had a pool, like a above-ground pool or whatever, and I remember never being able to do it because it was just always raining that year, that summer.
1: It's been shit for my golf game, brother.
3: It's been shit for it. everything. I do.
1: I was talking with somebody today. They said, yeah, you know, I kind of prefer the snow. I'm like... Well, I, no, I said, I prefer this over snow. I'm like, well, when it's snowing, it's probably like 12 degrees outside. Right. And miserable. So you really don't want to be outside when it's raining like this and it's 80 degrees. You're like, hmm, it could be nice outside.
3: I've never been a fan of rain. I know that I understand the necessity for it. I've never yeah. been a fan of it, though. Like, I've never been like the guy that's like, oh, it's raining at night. This is nice. That's never been me. It's, I'm, I don't sleep with the windows open. Oh, uh, see, I like that. See, I don't do any of that. Yeah. It would kill my allergies. I would die. <laughs> like I would wake up the next day unable to breathe. And yeah.
1: Even with your new sinuses?
3: Even with my new sinuses, it would be bad because it, like <laughs> it would like trigger asthma. It would be bad. It would be bad.
1: So I mean, who knows what the rest of the summer holds. I just know that it keeps raining up north a lot. I hope we go. Because that really determines the flooding factor down here. It's not so much the rain here. It's to rain up north.
3: Honestly, Andy, I and it's going to sound weird to even say a statement like this, I would be fine with a drought in June. Like, honestly. We yeah. just have a month of sunshine, please. Just to make up for the last seven months of rain and gray we've put up with, I- I'd take it.
1: Ooh, police.
3: The popos. They found me.
1: They found you. I'm <laughs> on the loose. Damn you. They found me in Damn carbon. Like, Hopefully they-, they let me
3: finish the podcast before they take me.
1: We found that tattooed guy we've been looking for. <laughs>
3: <laughs> man, I, I got some tattoos, too, man. I was... Uh, I'm tra-
1: I don't think I've seen you in short sleeves in a long time. Yeah. And uh, I got man, a lot of you've them, got some ink, brother. Yeah. And I know something else. What? You don't have any on your legs, do you? I got a Chinese
3: symbol on my ankle.
1: And that's it? Yeah. So they just stop at your waist?
3: Yeah. I got a lot of them. Like, I don't even think about it until this time of year that I have a lot of them. Mostly because of, like, what you were just saying. Like, I normally have long sleeves on. I just, you know, it's normally that type of weather.
1: Yeah. Are they are there hundreds or are there thousands of them? What, tattoos? Are there at least a thousand? No.
3: No, no, no. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't
1: feel like, like like a bunch of little ones, so, but I see mm, some I, I, see, I see some pretty extensive sleeves you have going on.
3: There. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I get one in July on my back, and then my back will be done, and my whole front's done. Yeah. So, yeah, I got a lot of them. I, I didn't notice it. Like, I took Ensley to her first swim lesson with Lauren the other day and saw the pictures uh, yeah and like afterwards lauren's like the only thing she heard in the locker room was the soccer moms talking about the extremely tattooed guy <laughs> out there with his daughter and i'm
1: like yeah that's me probably that's judging me. you
3: yeah that's fine that's fine
1: so yesterday uh there was a uh, a kickball tournament okay at lindenwood park they're off jameson
3: yeah my old stomping grounds
1: it was for uh it was like nurses week for bjc Great, great day. Fun day. Yeah. Beautiful weather yesterday. It was a great day. Caught some Mm -hmm. some good rays yesterday, brother. Yeah. Caught some good, good rays.
0: Yeah.
1: Just a a PSA. Okay, people, friends, listeners. This is going to be good. (sighs) Don't get obnoxiously drunk at work events. And start telling people (laughs) to fuck off. And motherfucking people and saying, I'm not white trash. You're white trash. Don't and don't let your don't let your boyfriend get involved. Oh, yeah. Let's, Let's let's keep keep. It's okay to drink at these things.
3: Just keep it maybe keep, mildly professional.
1: Let's, let's keep things. <laughs> let's keep things on an even keel, people.
3: Okay. So what? What the hell was happening at this uh, kickball event? People got blackout drunk and belligerent.
1: Just one team did. Okay. Just one floor. I don't know. I don't know the floor, so I can't even say it. So I'm, I mean, so right? I'm better. Glad, to, I'm glad yeah, I don't know.
3: Yeah, better not to.
1: So one girl. Was kind of mouthing off and everybody knew she was drunk and just kind of laughing at her. So this was
3: a girl talking like this?
1: Oh, it was several girls. Oh. And so she just wouldn't let go. And I said. You might want to watch what you say. You don't know who's around. And, you know, I've heard of people getting fired for being obnoxious at at work sponsored functions. Oh, yeah. Are you? You're saying we're bad nurses. Didn't say that at all fake news <laughs> I should have said <laughs> you're fake news fake news this is fake and um and so and then so it, I at that point, I stepped away because sure. I shouldn't have even opened my mouth to begin with, but I was just excuse yourself, but, I, the was, situation. So, but I was but I was so I found out I'm pretty good at playing manager coach okay like or kickball for kickball, so I was like positioning players like hey. Page was set, was was playing second base. Paige, take three steps back and then take three steps to your left. And what do you know? The very next kick, she didn't like even have to move an inch to catch the ball. Right it came her. right to her. That happened several times. Anyway, now Paige wasn't the one throwing. No, Page was a nice shade all girl. over the place. One of my one of my one of Kelly's employees. Anyway, I was just trying to allude to the fact that my wife, who is a clinical nurse manager mm. at Barnes, was sitting right there. Right. And who knows other managers and who is like, you know, is, is like two steps from being the chief nursing officer. Right. I mean, she's a high ranking BJC management person.
0: Right.
3: Can I ask what was she what were what was she upset about? Like, what oh, were, they were just drunk. But like, do you get drunk and just start cursing and throwing? No, the... they thought that we weren't playing fair. Oh. <laughs> so this <laughs> this was about a competition. Yeah. A kickball. A kickball
1: benefit. Benefit competition. You won a trophy. Ooh. And even nice. the second place team got a trophy. Not everybody got a trophy.
3: Everybody but the, gets but, trophies this time but around. But the team got a trophy. Okay. I'm
2: and embarrassed so, for this woman already. Oh, my God. And I so, really
3: am.
1: Come to find out, the guy umpiring the game is watching all this as well. Turns out that his girlfriend, fiance, wife, Sure. So significant other is the one who put all this thing on. So she's also a high ranking executive in HR at BJC. So she knows who everybody was who was acting like an idiot.
3: I don't even I, I I'll be honest, I avoid all work functions like corporate work functions. I just avoid them. I know that's like the perfect place to quote network. It's not really my bag. It's just you not should how I you should make
1: an appearance every once in a while.
3: I I I'll be honest with you. I I just I guess I don't because uh,
1: I don't know. I just never have. So anyway, at the end of this thing, I'm walking back up the hill, back up to our pavilion. Okay. I'm pretty upset about what's happened. Yeah. Not feeling real good about it. All of a sudden, I hear, "Well, I was fine until that motherfucker said something to me," and I turn around and I said. Me, motherfucker? And she goes, yep, you. Now you're in it. And so I walk back down there, and I don't get in her face. I don't touch her. I'm at least an arm's length away from her, so that way it can't even be perceived right. that I was making any kind of physical move towards this girl. All right. Woman. She's a one percenter, by the way.
3: Oh, nice. That, Scum one percent?
1: That one percent.
3: Mm, not the elite.
1: So... And she goes, well, she goes, Well, I said, I didn't say that. She goes, We did. I said, All right. That's fine. But then so I take two more steps and then I turn around and I say, by the way, I'm disrespected by you calling me motherfucker. And she goes, Fine. And I walk and I turn around away. And her then her boyfriend, who's built like you, Mm -hmm. probably could have ripped my head off. (laughs) He's like, Hey man, relax. You know, it's just and I'm like, You relax. I'm like, and then I'm trying to turn around, and he's coming at me.
3: See, this is why I don't go to corporate functions.
1: He's coming at me. <laughs> Sorry, we had a we had a, a distraction a outside the window. A visitor. That's Jim, by the Hi, way. Hi, Jim. Jim. There he is. Is he coming in?
3: Yeah, there he is. There he is. <laughs>
1: Come on in, the water's warm. The water's warm. Mess up your You're fine. We can edit it.
3: How you doing, man? How's doing? I'm Jimmy. I'm John. Nice John. John. John? to meet you, man. You from Missouri? I see. Yeah. You.
1: Yeah. Why'd you figure that out? Well, oh, I thought you were judging him because of his tattoos. <laughs> I love it. it's
3: awesome. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. I I got a bunch <laughs> of them.
1: We uh, how on. I how I almost got physically attacked at kickball yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> so, so what do you do?
3: Uh, I work for Coca Cola. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I sell soda to Target, Walmart, Schnucks,
1: Deerbergs, all that. Awesome.
3: Yeah, awesome. it's not bad. Good. It's not bad. What
1: you are busy. you doing back over here? You're out there getting some shit out of the warehouse. Your dad wants some heaters and all that bullshit. Out uh, of the back. Yeah. All those propane, those are those uh, LP ones. Yeah. Trash. Is that what he's trashing them? Or recycling them or what? They're just junk. I know. By the time I get done with them, it's really worth my time messing with these motherfuckers. Well, I'm glad. Is he going to rent that space out too or something? No. No. I just want it out of there because we need overflow. We do need overflow. Uh, Cutter doors come in. You can take them out there and stack them. You can separate them. And block my doors. Right? Right? This thing? Yeah. A cell phone extender? A what? Makes it, so, it, it makes it for a better signal in here. Does oh. it work? Yeah. Does it? Mm-hmm. I didn't even notice it. Yeah, it. works pretty good.
3: I honestly always figured it was like so. an iPod thing. No it's, a, no,
1: it's a Sprint phone extender.
3: Oh. I had no idea. So, All right, bud. Okay, well, I'll let you
2: guys have it. Take How care. That, what's a radio pod for? How long is it going
1: for? We've been doing it almost an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. Yeah. And did you guys just start episode twelve? Uh, actually, we started forty minutes ago, which just seems like ten minutes ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It goes by that fast. Really
3: you just is? start talking about yeah. stuff, okay. and
1: away you go. Wow. And so then you download this. I don't know how this works. I mean, you just download it. Yeah, I just put it. I put it up on the on the interwebs. And you go get it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'll, it, I'll 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 come see me tomorrow. And I'll uh I'll subscribe to it for on your phone for you.
3: Yeah, it's nice and easy. It'll send it straight to you anytime and we put out a new and episode. Yeah,
1: and you I assume your I assume your phone's paired to your truck. Yeah. Yeah, and then you just press it. play play it right or Maybe I don't want to hear your fucking voice. Let me get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: I do. You got the best radio voice. He out. does, man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking does. I'm Golden say, Pipes, man. It's, it's unbelievable. Golden
1: it's Pipes. Unbelievable. So, All right, brother. Have okay, fun.
0: Hey.
3: Peace. Take care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm a, I'm a out. <laughs> Take care. See, you, bud. see ya. Hey, I, I'm gonna get that uh, forklift and move some shit around. I don't, You're fine. Whatever. So I don't know what I'm gonna get tonight or whatever. If I'm gonna get anything, I don't. Hey, do you have a d thatcher you can drag behind your four wheeler? No. No. You talking about for your yard? It just receded my whole yard. Did you really? I gotta get the dead shit up first. The tractor supply? Yeah. That's where I got it at. Fuck. That shit's um, 50 pound bags. I forget how much it is. It's 175 a bag. Yeah.
3: Wow. So, Gets yeah. expensive in yeah. a hurry, man. Yeah. Well, he
1: also lives on about 10, you live on six, but it's 10 total.
3: Oh, did you? Yeah, I spent thousand bucks just in grass seed. Whoa! Yeah, I spent six hundred on sod and grass seed. Wow! Yeah, it gets expensive in a hurry, man.
1: Yeah. You know what? You know what fake grass costs? Buck twenty-seven a square foot installed. <laughs> Think about doing that where the dogs are, dude. That's the best thing ever. Have you seen it down here? At the oh yeah. At the park. At the at the park down here. By the by the old high school. Yeah. 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 Just rinse it off. It gets too much shit on it. And not going to kill it.
3: You never have to seed it again. Never have to do anything. I
1: I worry about those fucker heads digging through it. Yeah. Because that buzz, he will dig.
0: It's like a
1: buzzsaw. Pretty much. Okay. See ya. ya. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. Oh, I need to get it. I'll come in in the morning and grab a drill bit because I
0: don't want to turn all the lights on, but I got to get his drill bit. I meant to get
1: it tonight. is Is it a flex bit? Well, I got a flex bit. So you gotta take them off the hinges to do this, right? Or do you just go up there on top of it and put? i in- no, to take it off the hinges because I can't get because If the- you drill through those fucking faces, I'm gonna kill you. No, that's why I want a solid bit. A flex bit will take off. Oh, okay. Go. I want I want Josh's solid bit where it goes straight down. That way I get on ladder and you can you can watch that bit go straight through the door. Yeah. Okay. No, you can't do it. I'll reiterate: if you drill through a if you drill through a face, I'm going to kill you. Um, what you right. See ya. <laughs> see ya. I'm walking back up the hill, and I kind of turn around and I see this guy coming at me. I'm like, oh shit! What's I'm the
3: tra- first thought? Very first thought: the, oh, guy's, shit. the guy's charging towards you now.
1: Oh shit! And my yeah. heart just drops into my stomach. I'm like, I'm gonna have to do this. And so I go to take my sunglasses and my hat off. And out of the corner of my eye, I see one of the guys from our our team running over.
3: This is like Game of Thrones shit at the kickball field.
1: And he gets in front of this guy. And I, to avoid any embarrassment to my wife, Mm -hmm. I turn around and just walk back up the hill. Sure. He has it under control at this point. Evidently, Chickie, Was coming running at me too. And she was swinging. I didn't see this happening. Other people saw this happening. And she was going to hit me. Someone stopped her too. Unbelievable. Um, I was so upset Alpina. I never get in confrontations like that. And when I do I hate it. And I'm just I mean my heart is just thumping. Because I I think the last time I was in a fight was maybe when I was 10.
3: Oh, my God. I wish I could say the same. Anything I say is going to make me sound like a douchebag, but I, if I've been in 100, I'd probably be less. Yeah. I'd be more than that, actually. Yeah. The last one I've been in, though, was five years ago when I was still bartending more f- frequently. I mean, so you're talking 28 years old, and there's nothing fun about them. That's the one thing I will say about fighting. Anybody who thinks it's fun, other than watching like UFC stuff, there's nothing fun about them. Somebody always gets hurt. And afterwards, if you're the guy who even wins, if you have any conscience at all, you feel like crap, man. Right. I've, I've, you and just...
1: typically, as an adult, when you get into a fight, you can go to jail.
3: Or kill somebody. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. It, can, I mean, it you can, can end very poorly. It's a, it's a really, really bad choice to make.
3: It's a high risk, low reward situation. Yeah. and
1: Nothing good comes of it.
3: No. 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 People lose jobs. I mean, things, things can go very, very wrong at a certain point when you're fighting. Yes.
1: The only point I was... And then I... I there were actually some people on this team that were, that were reasonable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I went over and talk, talked it's to one of the It's supposed to be a fun event. Right. Oh, and then there's some big mouth out in center field yelling in because somebody, like, kind of halfway bunted. Okay. You just kind of kicked it towards the drunk girl. Okay. So you could run. Yeah. Hey, nice kick. Way to take advantage of the drunk girl. Way to go. Ah. And then he came over to me and goes... I'm just talking shit. Okay. I'm like, cool. That's fine. I said, if you're really just talking shit, cool. That's fine. That's fine. fine. I don't mind the the ball busting.
3: Yeah. That's fair. Yep.
1: That's fine. So I went over to this guy and I said, look, I said, the only reason I said anything is because my wife sitting over there is a high ranking manager. Right. And I just don't want to see anybody.
3: Right. You're looking out for somebody. Getting any any trouble
1: because they had a little too much to drink at kickball. Right. He goes, I understand. I said, So if you if you can find a way to communicate that effectively to these people who are causing problems, do it. I said, if not, see. And I let it go at that point. I was done. See, you and the wife need to quit
3: these events and just come hang out with me and Lauren. See, we don't have these issues.
1: But see, <laughs> Kelly feels like she like has to host these things. I understand that. I so like we they made they made a Couple or a few dozen, not a couple, a few dozen margarita Jello shots. We also had our fair amount of alcohol there.
3: I would say so. And some of
1: us were also a little tipsy. Nobody was shit face drunk,
3: except for the angry ones that yeah, tried who, to fight.
1: Who brought a keg?
3: <laughs> they brought a keg. They brought a keg to a corporate event. Yeah, they brought they, they brought their
1: own keg to a corporate kickball event.
3: Can I get an age for an age range of the wannabe fighters?
1: 22 to 25.
3: Ah, yes. Ah, yes. Prime age. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Prime age. And Still then, dumb enough.
1: One of my teammates also said, was like, man, that girl is trashed. I'm not trashed, motherfucker. Nice. <laughs> and he says, I said you're trashed. I ain't want trash. Mm.
3: I just, I avoid those situations like the plague now, man. Like, I really do. I avoid any of those. Now, years ago, absolutely not. But I, nowadays, I just avoid it.
1: Every year, we have a, we have a, a bonfire here. It's one of, our, one of our yearly events. Oh, cool. Because we usually have a, a bunch of stuff that we're not going to use for the furnace. Sure. Left over at the end of the summer. So okay. usually, either the weekend before Halloween or the weekend after Halloween. So this is out here by the Glen Carbon mm-hmm. Studios. Okay. Sorry, I'm very snotty today. Snotty? Very snotty. And um, it's ne- it's never been um, alcohol provided by NPM. There's liability sure. involved with that, so we can't.
3: Well, that's what I'm wondering about the BJC thing.
1: Also not provided by BJC. Bring your own.
3: Okay, so it's BYOB. Okay. BYOB. Got it. Got it.
1: Same deal here. But it was always, I mean. Understood. Like, like I would like go out and buy a, th- a couple 30 packs sure. with my own money sure. to share. Sure. And not get reimbursed, which is fine. Sure. I don't care. Yep. And also, would you bring a, a bottle of Jaeger? Right. Because I like Jaeger bombs.
3: You do. You and your Jaeger, dude.
1: I know, right? It's 15 years for me. I haven't had it. This guy's my age. He's a great guy. He's been, he's worked here for like eight years. He's an awesome dude, and I love him to death. He's loyal. He's, he's just an awesome. Good guy. Dude. Great guy. Sure. So, we, the, uh, Jim, who was just here, mm-hmm. has lots of toys. Okay. So, he usually brings his golf carts. Okay. Or four-wheelers out to go out and play and run around in the field. Sure. There's, there's, a big, there's a great big field out back where you can run around with the stuff.
3: Do some country boy things.
1: Exactly. We have been, the, the field has been thoroughly gone over. There's no gigantic holes. Sure. You just stay in, in this, even in the dark, you just stay in this certain area. Safety. You're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Everybody abides by that. John's girlfriend has to come in and go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. We were wrapping things up. This may have been the year that I wasn't drinking. I think it was because I was stone cold sober. <laughs> he goes, I'm going to go catch her real quick. I have no idea he's this, he, that he's just that he's this drunk. Grabs a golf cart. And uh, three seconds later, I hear, boom. At full speed, it, the golf carts that he has, he doesn't have governors on him. Mm-hmm. So they'll go about 25.
3: I was going to say, what does a golf cart go if it's not being held back? 25? About 25. Okay.
1: Fast enough to cause damage. Hit the building. This building? No. We have two steel buildings out back. Okay. Steel structured buildings. Okay. He came about a foot from hitting a post Mm. at 25 miles an hour. Thank God. Yeah. He didn't hurt himself at all. Lucky. He bent the frame on the cart. He did some damage to the cart. Did... uh, I uh, did about fifteen hundred dollars in damage to the building. Just bent some sheet metal, mm. but that had to be replaced. Like idiot, <laughs> idiot! And he goes, he said, "Well, there was a truck there, so he's trying to turn to avoid it." I'm like, so if you imagine that you're running along the back side of a narrow building, or the, the narrow side of the building, okay, okay. So it's sixty feet long. All right. Accident happened at about twenty five feet. Okay. The truck is another 35 feet down the...
3: Yeah, so it's like, what the hell are you talking about? What are you talking about? Depth perception was a little off. It was suppose. way off. 35 feet off. Yeah. It's, it's pretty bad, man. Uh, yeah. He felt
1: horrible. Well, yeah. So he went out to Jim's house out on the farm. He was in ten, on 10 acres you know, um, out, east of, or out north of Edwardsville. Sure. I think he had to do six weekends of labor out there to work pay off, off his dues. To pay off his yeah. to uh, pay off the debt on the uh yeah. and then uh I think my dad just took a couple bucks out of his paycheck for a few weeks to uh
3: so when I was uh when I was at Loyola University my uh freshman year when you would get in trouble at a private university like that, uh they would just send fines, right? And I couldn't pay the fines. I didn't have a job or whatever. So the fines would be sent to my mother who would then pay the fines for anything, man? Beer on campus, fighting, whatever you want to do, they would charge you. So like the end of like freshman year, I had like twenty five hundred dollars in fines. Twenty five here, fifty here, hundred here, blah blah. It was like twenty five hundred dollars in fines. I'm not kidding. Um, and one of the worst ones I got in was uh I'm like 19 years old, and I went out to a bar called Hamilton's with a couple buddies of mine, Rich and, and Jim, and we met up with another St. Louis guy. His name was EJ, and he went to Loyola with us, and we got like blackout drunk and watched the Cardinals and Cubs play baseball. Okay. And then as the night ended, um, I only had like 50 bucks on me, and I don't know what I spent, but I had like 50 bucks on me, and EJ was like, hey, I got the rest of it. Don't worry about it. No big deal. No big deal. So I gave him 50 bucks, and I just scooted on my way. Went back to the room, passed out, and at like 2.30 in the morning, I hear, pum, 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 pum. and I'm like, what the, what is, you know, so I jump up, and it's EJ, and he's like belligerently blacked out, drunk, has no idea, and he's like, you owe me $200, mother, you know, and I'm like, what? I'm like, dude, you said 50 bucks was good, and he's like, it's not. <laughs> okay. So then he's like, I'm like, all right, man, I'm like, well, I'll have to get you some money at another point in time, and he's like, I want it right now, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, man, like, all right. I don't have it right now, but I'll get it to you. He wasn't going to take no for an answer. So then uh, a little bit of arguing started, and my buddy Chris Riva, who was in studio with yep. us, he gets up and he's like, what's going on? Well, unfortunately, there was nothing really Chris could do at that point because then an all-out fist fight started right there. Now, mind you, you have to picture this. I'm in my underwear because I was sleeping, just my underwear in a fist fight in a hallway at Loyola, and, like, this thing goes good. So we are fighting literally fist to fist going to town, bouncing into walls, all this stuff. Next thing you know, I grab him by his shirt and throw him, and he grabs me and yanks me with him, and we go through the study hall glass doors like the ones you have right behind me, taking the wood, I mean, whatever this is all called, you know, like the wood and glass, we go through it.
1: Those are the mullions. Yeah. The mullions on the glass. We go
3: through it into the study. And don't stop fighting there. We continue fighting in there. Knocking over chairs, furniture, all this stuff. Finally, campus police come, you know. And this is where it gets really embarrassing. So, again, I'm in my underwear. Right. And the campus police literally uh, handcuffed me right here to the chair. And I'm in my underwear bleeding and everything else. Right. And that fine ended up costing, it was a $1,000 fight. It's a $1,000 fight for breaking all the stuff and everything. I ended up working for my dad the entire summer for free down at his hardware store in South City. Really? Yeah, to pay off all my debts. Just like this fella did with after uh, running his uh, car into your building, or his uh, golf cart into the building. That's how I had to pay my whole summer, my freshman summer going into sophomore year at Loyola. I spent working for my dad for
1: free. It is quite possible that I still own the record at SIU Edwardsville for parking tickets.
3: What was the deal? You just parking in the bad spots? Are you forgetting?
1: Like what? I didn't want to park where I was supposed to park. It was too far to walk.
3: <laughs> so, what do you think you paid? Oh, wait, how many years? Cause you, cause you were at Mizzou too, right? right?
1: Um, probably four years at SIU. Okay. Sometimes I parked where I was supposed to park. Sure. Um, there's probably what 120 or how many days in a semester? Twelve weeks at five days a week. Yeah. 60, so that's uh, 60 days. So there's 120 school days a year. We'll uh, divide divide that by... So you probably drive to campus 80 times. Okay. What was a fine there? Like five bucks a thing? Five or 10 bucks. Okay. But I pretty much got one every day because I figured out (laughs) That it pretty much cost the same as a sticker to park there.
3: Okay. Okay. And those were your only options, where to either get hit with the fine or to pay with the sticker.
1: Which you had to enter a lottery to get the sticker to park in the blue lot. Okay. Or no, the green lot. Okay. That's what it was.
3: It wasn't part of your... That sucks. It wasn't part of your tuition. It used to be. Yeah, Maryville did that. Yeah. When I went to Maryville, it was just part of your tuition. Yeah. It's, I mean, it so it was like just point. built in. Yeah. I mean, it's a rip off
1: anyway. It's a total ripoff.
3: College in general is a off.
1: Speaking so, yeah, of, so yeah, I was, yeah, I'm so I was. I don't even know. I don't remember if my parents were saying to me about it or not.
3: I, I was going to tell you about this. I, speaking of school and how much of a ripoff it is, I was just reading this. I'm not kidding. Uh, listen to this and then tell me how sick it makes you feel. Three million senior citizens in the United States are still paying off their student loans. I'm sorry, what? Three million senior citizens in the United States Are still paying off their student loans This story is from Insider And I'm not kidding this is just some of the little things it says More than three million Americans Aged 60 and older Owe more than 86 billion dollars In student loan debt Most of these Americans Are now turning to their social security benefits To pay for their student debt while they work another job Thoughts? Thoughts on that? It's awful doesn't that terrify you?
1: Yeah. It's awful.
3: Are you still paying student loan debt? No. No?
1: mm says I was, very, I was very, very lucky. First of all, I didn't have a lot. Because back then, yeah. SIU only cost, I think it was 2500 bucks a semester. Damn, that was cheap. And so my mom just wrote the check. My mom just wrote the check over, I think you make like two or three payments over it.
3: Loyola was $45,000 a year in 2004. It's $70,000 a year now. Wow. Lauren and I were talking about that about Ensley. Like, if, 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 College is what the route Ensley wants to go instead of a trade or whatever, and you don't get and you don't get any scholarships whatever. You're talking school unless, Here's the move. What? What the move? Yeah. Cosmetology. School.
1: Buy her a one hundred thousand dollar life insurance policy right now. Okay. You can borrow against that when she turns eighteen to pay for her college. Really? Yes. Really? Yes.
3: Oh, I like that. My dad,
1: my dad bought me a life insurance policy the, a week after I was born. Okay. And I still have money that I can grab from it. Wow. When I need to, for like in an emergency.
3: Wow. Yeah.
1: I had no idea about that.
3: See, I, I wish I, wish I would have learned that growing up, more that those little type of ins and out things. That's uh, weird. I feel like my dad knows them, but he just doesn't tell me about them. It's like more of the school of hard knocks.
1: Uh, they can purchase children's whole life insurance for the child. This policy pays out a, de- on a death benefit, a lump sum of money. In the event of a worst-case scenario, they can, they can add a child rider to their own term life insur- insurance policy. Yeah. So if
3: I have my own term life insurance, couldn't I borrow against that too?
1: Uh, you can. Right? You can. Um, <laughs> parents, grandparents, and permanent legal guardians may apply when children are 14 days to 14 years old. It might just through, uh, Country. Really? Who's your Who's your insurance person or company? Like my health insurance? No, no. no. Your car insurance. Your home insurance.
3: Oh, uh, Safeco. Safeco.
1: Oh, they may not have. So Safeco may not have that. So call a uh, call Country or State Farm. Okay. Life insurance. You know, I would go probably go Country. Yeah. They have. They seem to have the best options for it. But yeah, buy her. I had no idea. Yeah. Actually, this one says up to fifty thousand dollars. Here, let's look, let's do Country. Hell, that's still nice. Children's life insurance.
3: God, I couldn't imagine that being 60 years old and still having to pay student loan debt. Oh, my God. See, and the thing is that it's cheap. The interest, I'm guessing.
1: And the payment. Yeah.
3: Uh, See, but if you're like me and you didn't know about that, see, there's, there's things that people just don't know about. It's unbelievable. Right. That's the thing that drives me nuts.
1: And that's a big one.
3: Like, Lauren and I were talking I'm about that. It's like, how the hell, sure. how do you ever retire? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how do you ever retire? Maybe that's You're, why a lot of people don't.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna, I am have to do something most of my life, which I'm fine. Yeah. Um, whole life is a good choice for those who want Consistent premiums, cash value, tax-free death benefit, loans and withdrawals. Tax-free death benefit? Yes. Uh, There's also a one and a two on here. Let me see what this says. Uh, They can't give tax advice. Okay. Policy loans and withdrawals. Decrease the cash value and death benefit amount of the policy, but you can pay it back. So the decision to purchase life insurance should be primarily based on a need for the death benefit. Policies are not an investment or not appropriate as a replacement for retirement savings accumulation, but they would be appropriate for a pay college, for college tuition.
3: Yep. Because honestly, if at the rate it's going right now, 15 years from now, college is going to be $85,000 a year.
1: Probably. I mean, this would at least help pay for it. That's disgusting, though, dude. Oh, it's awful. It's just awful.
3: College is just. Oh, my God. No way, man. No way.
1: Child term insurance, provides provide up to $25,000 of term insurance for all of your children aged 0 to 17 with the opportunity to convert the coverage to permanent life insurance at age 23 without additional medical exams. So something that my, my old insurance agent didn't tell me, mm. so when she gets to be of age, if, if, she, if she chooses not to touch this life insurance policy, mm-hmm. um, every year, every year, every other year, you can add two thousand dollars in coverage. Okay. No. You can double your coverage. Right.
3: I'm so not good with this stuff. I have so. so much So I had to do so my
1: my original my original policy was for ten thousand dollars. Okay. I was, I was I was eligible for a carryover. The very next, the, the very first year I did this because I didn't figure it out so I was, until I was about thirty nine and I think you can stop it at forty one. So now I have a $10,000 policy and an additional $20,000 policy. Okay. And it cost me $65 a month. Now, oh, had I had more than, now, had I had more than that, I don't think it would have cost much more than that.
3: So you're covered. I don't want to sound stupid, but like so if something happened to you, you get paid out. Someone would get paid out $30,000. That's correct. Okay.
1: Because, it, yeah.
2: Yeah, I know. I and have plus something like Coca-Cola.
3: Her, plus it, I don't know what it is. Though. You
1: need to get something like this for.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I need to. I really need to figure all that out. It's just so crazy, man. Like, you don't even I don't, think about it.
1: I'm, yeah, like, but... I'm the only person I know that has that had a life insurance policy as a 14-day-old.
3: Yeah. It's smart, though. Yeah. It's very smart. Yeah. And then when you want to borrow against it, you just call your state farm person or whoever and say, you I get to check it. in two days. Oh, really? Yep. See, it's all those little ins and outs that I don't know. It drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. I play it so straight and narrow, I don't even know about half that crap.
1: That's not even high, that's not even high risk, right? It's totally.
3: Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. I got to figure out all that stuff. Honestly, Lauren and I talk about it all the time. We got to sit down and like really start really thinking about what the hell we're gonna do because right now we're just paddling water, man.
1: You guys I... good with your day to day finances? Yeah. Yes. We're not. We're terrible with them.
3: In terms of what? What do you spend your money on poorly day to day? So like Lauren, that's the thing. Lauren I don't know. I, Lauren and I make and eat our, all of our own breakfast, lunch, and dinner at home Monday through Friday.
1: See, and that's like that's, so that's zero that we, money what we spent. Don't do. Yeah.
3: Lauren and I today just for dinner, like not to get super mundane, but today we had a giant piece of salmon. It was cut in half. We split it. It was a nine dollar piece of salmon. We had zucchini that we sautéed up, and that was it. So our whole entire meal cost like thirteen dollars split between two people.
1: Because of some uh, my bathroom remodel. Mm-hmm. things or some other things going on too mm-hmm. like i'm a month behind on my car payments right now okay that's ridiculous
3: yeah yeah awful do you sleep well it drives me nuts when i owe money
1: i know i'm not sleeping well yeah at all i don't right sleep now. well I it need... really bothers me yeah i don't and like i saw my credit score take about a hundred point dip yeah i'm like oh well good luck borrowing anything for for the next year i owe forty eight hundred
3: dollars after vegas and it's due here in three weeks i told lauren i go i'm gonna have to pull a rabbit out of my ass
1: do you not carry credit card balances usually? Not really, man. Mm-mm. So they say you should. They said that you should keep it under thirty-three percent of your of your um
3: Why do you want to keep it balanced though?
1: Because it shows that you're using your credit responsibly.
3: Even if you're paying it off, it doesn't look better?
1: It's the same thing, zero to thirty three percent. It it affects your credit the exact same way.
3: So what was thirty three percent? Thirty three percent of what? Of your of your uh credit limit. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. I, I just have always so, paid it so, off.
1: So yeah, if you, so if you have, if you have a card with fifteen thousand dollars on it, mm-hmm. uh, if you keep it at five thousand dollars or under, you're
3: well. That's where we're at. That's what the card is. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You. Yeah, I've just always paid it off. Yeah. It puts me under immense stress because I have to pull rabbits out of you know. I mean, I honestly. If but... you keep
1: it, if if yeah, if you keep it under that thirty three percent, it does it does not adversely affect your credit. It's the same as having it paid off.
3: Huh. I had, see, I don't know about all this stuff. See, There's I know all this not. shit,
1: but yet I can't fucking do it.
3: I don't even... I. I it's gone
1: as far, Alpina, to where I have... There are people out there that will manage your day-to-day finances mm. for you. Like. So, take, okay,
3: so again, what are you spending it on? What I don't do you, know. Okay, so like when you... Breakfast, do you make it
1: at home or do you eat it? Usually I'll grab... Uh, buy um, protein shakes and yogurts. So eat those at home.
3: Okay, so there you're okay. What about lunch? We talked about lunch.
1: I almost always go out for lunch,
3: and you're spending twenty dollars a hit. No, ten dollars a hit.
1: I try and keep it under ten.
3: Fifty dollars a week.
1: Yeah, on lunch. Mm-hmm. Okay, still not terrible. Mm-hmm. Dinner. Dinner. I uh, like. I went home and cooked tonight. Okay, but like, if I'm out of chicken and ground beef or anything like that, then yeah, yeah then we're going out.
3: Okay. So dinner. where are you spending the money at? Clothes. You're not a jewelry guy. I'm looking at you right now. You don't have any jewelry on you. What is it? Golf bills. 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 So where are you spending on the bills, though? So like when I found out Charter was taking me to church, yeah, getting. Me. Oh, I
1: haven't canceled my Charter yet. So I'm so right now. I'm paying for Charter and Hulu. Yeah,
3: cancel that shit. I know. So like when I was take, getting taken in by Charter, and I started realizing it, like really realizing how much I was getting. Like, per thing. I'm a big bang for your buck guy. I always oh, have. Oh, me been. too. So, like, even, like, something as is, is trivial as, is like, tattoos. I'm a bang for your buck guy. If we're going to sit down and you're going to charge me for four hours of work, we're going to bust out as much as we can bust out in four hours work. Even yeah. if my body is in so much pain when you're tattooing me that it's like, I want to quit two hours in, I'm going to saddle in for another two hours of the beating because I want to finish it. Yeah. I want I don't want... Because I'm paying for it. Right. It's the same thing anything. Like... Lauren and I were talking the other day, like, my truck, the truck I have right now, the Toyota Tundra, isn't possible if it wasn't formerly my dad's truck, right? So, like, I could never afford that truck if it was out on the market on its own, because it'd be over $40,000 on resale. But since my dad sold it to the... Even used? Yeah. Yeah, dude. It only had 20,000 miles on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, My dad paid 45 when he got it. So, if he pays that when he got it, and it had no mileage on it, what I did was wait until he sold it, and he sold it to a friend of his at the dealership and then immediately I bought it the next day for the same price. So I bought there was nothing added on to it. It's the same thing. So what he bought it from my dad for, and he would have turned around and charged another ten grand to the next guy to buy it from him, I yeah. bought it right there. Otherwise I can't afford it. That's just how I've always been. Why didn't your
1: dad just sell it to you outright? It's a long crazy Okay.
3: It. Well no, I mean it's not like a bad story, it's just that it it's, it was a really funny story. Like I literally had a Jeep Wrangler that I adored and then I started getting up to like the 80,000 mile mark and I'm one of those people that again I've owned 21 vehicles and I'm 33 years old what yeah I don't keep anything for a long time I never do because I don't want to get stuck with the tab don't stick me with the tab of a transmission even if it's only a couple hundred bucks or whatever it is I don't even know how much it because is I've never had to I get rid of it before it ever even happens
1: huh like my my van just turned 90 and would, I've had and I've had it for four years I would
3: never have it it wouldn't... Ne- just me. I've also,
1: I've also driven two other vans to 200,000 miles. with that with very minimal problems. So I have a, I, I have a history sure. of, so of I, having good luck.
3: I get hit on sales tax. That's what always hurts me. But like, I never... Oh,
1: yeah, personal property tax and shit like that. Yes. But I don't have that over here.
3: Yeah, see, I don't get hit on the other things, though. Like, I don't... Um, if a vehicle starts to, like, have issues, like, I'm out. Like, I'll sell it right there. <laughs> like, I'm out. And I just get out of it, and I move on to the next thing. Plus, if you do what I do, like, I bought my... Jeep Wrangler for $30,000 In 2015 It had $18,000 worth of damage in it Because somebody uh, hit me on the highway Going 60 And I still sold it for $27,500 4 years later With 80,000 miles on it So I didn't take any hit It cost me what $2,500 to drive it For almost four years Yeah, And I sold it And then I bought another car for the exact same price I'd already paid off the Jeeps so And I don't even have a payment so now when I go to I held I had the audio Wait a minute,
1: so did you um you paid off the Jeep instead of fixing it?
3: I had well I was I was literally two payments away from paying off the Jeep before I got rid of it.
1: When you when you got hit?
3: No, 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 no. I got hit five days into owning the Jeep. Oh. I'd owned the Jeep for five effing days before and, 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 some lady and, and, and hydroplaned get, on the highway and, and hit me. Did you ever get it fixed? Yeah. Oh okay. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. So I got it fixed. It was all insurance, all covered and stuff, but it had eighteen thousand dollars worth of damage. Okay. On it. But I still I mean eighteen thousand dollars worth of damage, four years of driving, eighty thousand miles, traded it in, and only cost me twenty five hundred dollars essentially to drive it for almost four years. How's that possible? Well, I mean, I sold it for twenty seven five and I bought it for thirty. Oh,
1: I oh I understand. Yeah.
3: So you know, you know what I'm saying. Oh. Like, it obviously cost me two twenty five a month, is what my payment was on. Yeah. It. but what I'm saying is, it only really cost me twenty five hundred dollars to own that vehicle. I mean, because I got $2,75 for it.
1: How's that possible? Because was, Jeeps was, hold their value. Was it a big Rubicon?
3: Yeah, Jeeps hold their value. It was actually the Polar Ice. I didn't edition. know
1: that those things held their value like that. Like you can't even imagine. Honda Accords dude. do too. You know, I just, know what they did? With you know the, what else do? Uh, Suburbans.
3: Yeah, it's crazy. You know what they did with the with that Jeep? They, they bought it from me for, what, 27 5 or whatever? They turned around and they sold it for 38 What? Yeah. Somebody bought the damn thing for 38 Did you buy it used for 30 No. I waited. It sat in a parking lot in California. It was a polar ice edition, so it was supposed to be for the cold, allegedly. And it never sold for a year. So then they shipped it over here to St. Actually, Washington, Missouri is where they shipped it. Shipped it over to Washington, Missouri. My dad found it online. He goes, this thing is a steal. We got to get out there and... We went out there and it was boom. I think they wanted 32 for it. They took 30. I loved it. Still to this day, it's the greatest vehicle I've ever owned. That Tundra's number two, though. I love that Tundra. Gas-wise, forget about it, though, dude. Both I of them. Tw- are... Yeah. The Jeep got like 16. This gets, the Tundra gets like 12, 13. You know,
1: you can probably drive that truck till it has a half a million miles on it if you, keep the, if you just keep yeah. the oil changed on it.
3: I love it. I love that truck. And to be honest with you, after that, so I figure that truck's already got 45,000 miles. I bought it with 24 in September. That's how much I drive for Coca-Cola. Um, I'll probably ship that truck around 80, 85,000 miles. Because yeah. then you can still get 20 grand for it without even you'll trying.
1: Get more, you'll get more than that for it.
3: Yeah. And then it just costs you nothing to drive it, man. That's the, that's, so that's how I, now people look at it other ways. There's other ways to look at it. It's like, well, you're going to hit on sales tax in our state. Uh, you're not really, sure. you know, there's other things like, there's other things like yours. Like you could drive it probably for 200,000 miles. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and pay it off and all this other stuff. And it's like, well, yeah, but like, or I can just roll it into a new car or a different car that I want. And then it just keeps going and it's without any of the headaches and issues. Don't get me wrong. Any vehicle can have an issue at any point in time. Right. I could walk out there right now and it might not start. I mean, who knows? I doubt it. it's a Toyota, but...
1: It's probably going to start. Right, but... Pretty good bet.
3: You know, so that's how I view it. But see, is is that little trick my dad taught me, because my dad's on like 56 vehicles and he's 58 years old. My dad's on an obscene amount of vehicles, All right, dude. so
1: explain explain the trick to me again.
3: So the trick is to, first and foremost, is to get a good deal on the first car. Okay. Right. And once you get that first good deal
1: does, that, does it have to be a new car?
3: Not necessarily, not Kay. if it holds its value. Okay. If it holds its value. It so it, so good.
1: is a car that holds its value. So we're talking Hondas, Toyotas, Jeep Wranglers, yes. Suburbans, yes. Those kinds
3: BMWs, of BMWs, things. things like that all are all going to hold their those, values. They're expensive but BMW they don't
1: BMWs n- I don't think it holds their value.
3: Sure they do. Try to look up a BMW right now, even a used one with like 80,000 miles, it's going to get good money for it. I mean not great money, but it's going to it's going to hold its value. Okay. Things that don't hold their value, Kia, Hyundai, um,
1: anything, basically anything else, GM, Mazda, uh, Chrysler, yeah. Christ, they, just don't hold, they just don't hold their value. No, they don't at all.
3: And that's because it's a perceived benefit from people. That's just how it is. Like Toyota has proven that nine times out of 10, their vehicles will run for damn near 200,000 miles. So the value holds forever. Jeep Wranglers are the same way. Those things are like tanks, man. They go on forever.
1: Uh, let's look up, so I'm picking, uh, a car that I've always wanted. We're going to pick a 760 series BMW used. Okay. <clears throat> uh, a
3: seven sh- series. What you looking at?
1: Big okay. old. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: So I let's fan- see. Let's I see. fancy. Okay. Let's see what they want for it. What do, on, what do you think they want? Hang
1: on, let's let me add, I want to add uh new or sure. Here's uh let's do the new ones.
3: Yeah. That's the best way to see how the value holds is yeah. look at a new one and then put like a hundred thousand miles on it.
1: Yeah. So, uh, shh. here, i got to redo this. All right, so we're going to do new cars, BMW, all models, no, uh, 7 Series. Let's just pick that 7 Series there.
3: Yeah, to me, it's all about managing your exposure, man. Like, if you can limit the exposure you're going to take. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes you just make bad deals. But, I mean, like, for the most part, if you want to keep the ball rolling and you do your homework, you can pretty
1: much keep yourself from getting in trouble. they have have an Alpina B7.
3: Nice. (laughs) Nice.
1: Uh, So, this one here, this is a 2019 Mm. 750i X-Drive. Nice. $113,000. Wow. Here's a 2019 740i X-Drive. $95,000. 2020. Oh, boy, is that a sharp-looking vehicle. Seven fifty I X drive, one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. So Okay. All right, so now we so we know where we're at. Uh here here's a seven forty e drive, seventy four five hundred. So that's probably the that's the lowest priced one. Seventy four thousand five hundred dollars. Okay. For, okay, so now let's flip this back over to used.
3: Like I and... said, it's a perceived benefit. That's why I believe that when it comes to BMWs, things like that, you can always Get away with it.
1: Hang on. I'm picking it out. It's the ultimate driving machine. (laughs) Well, they don't have any of these things. That's okay. Clear all. Sorry, this is really invigorating radio.
3: Well, no, but I mean, like, it's just, okay, so like a perfect example would be like, Lauren had a Kia, a Kia Optima, and it was a perfect little car. It did great. And when she went to trade it in for 100,000 miles, they gave her nothing, dude. They gave her like a couple grand. I'm not kidding. And then I told her, she was like, well, what do we do next? I'm like, I think the next move is to move up to like an SUV because what she wants to get to is a Toyota 4Runner. That's what she wants to get to, which ranges anywhere from like 25 to 40, depending Mm -hmm. on used, new, whatever, right? So if you make X amount of dollars per year and you know you can only afford X amount of payment per month, you need to make sure that you are... Jumping ahead without putting yourself behind the
1: eight ball. Uh, 2018 used BMW 750i xDrive, the vehicle that was one hundred twenty five thousand dollars. Yes, a 2018 mm. with twenty thousand miles on it, mm. sixty nine thousand six hundred dollars.
3: So it drives right off the lot, and they're already taking it off half. Yeah,
1: a little sorry, a little more than half.
3: My dad. Was it an accident?
1: Huh. Nothing on the carfax. Huh. Clean report. So it's clean Carfax. Yeah. My father, yeah, he has the um, he has a he has the eighty thousand dollar Porsche Cayenne mm, SUV. Yeah. Nice. It's twenty sixteen. Okay. Bought it with thirty eight thousand miles on it.
3: Okay.
1: Paid thirty two.
3: That's the way to do it. So see, that's an example of a good move because he's not going to get hurt. No. Like I said, it's it's limiting your exposure. Like, I would never buy... An, first off, I would never pay $100,000 for any car. Ever. No, neither Ever, 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 ever. But, like, it's limiting your exposure, man. It's the... Uh, like, I, I don't know. You said you got almost 100000 on your on your van out there? On my whip. On yours? Mm-hmm. So, like, I would never go over 100000 in that, depending on what they're willing to give me, though. That's the thing. Like, are they not going to give you anything for it now? Probably That's not. That's the
1: problem. And plus, I'm, I, I'm upside down on it.
3: Right, right. So you, that's the other biggest portion of the thing that people that like. If you're listening to this, and you're like, "Oh, this is good advice," you can't be upside down for no. Work. You
1: no. You can't, You got to be.
3: So you either got to pull it out of your savings or somewhere to pay it up and get it back to even. Correct. Just to get yourself back to normal. Correct. Dude, car payments are the worst, man.
1: Uh, pretty much.
3: I mean, at least with a house, you're probably gonna get. You should at least upgrade and do fine.
1: Absolutely. Let's see what they have in the old used uh, section here of the. So this is uh, the Indigo Auto Group. Uh, oh wait, where's the one? Am I in St. Louis? Where am I? I think they have God. That's
3: crazy. They charge one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars for a BMW. That's nuts. Isn't that crazy? That's so much money. Would you honestly ever spend that? Even if, even if I had the money, I wouldn't do it. I'm sorry, I wouldn't. I just wouldn't. I'd, I'd have another house somewhere. Right. Don't get me wrong. Or 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 or. I would buy the sixty nine thousand dollar two thousand and eighteen version. <laughs> I would so never saying. buy the new one. I would never.
1: Oh, I don't get it. Oh, you know what they have at the in, at the. My in. dad always says, "You want a nice used car? Go to the Porsche dealership." Yeah. Twenty thirteen Mercedes Mercedes Benz AMG SL Class SL sixty three base.
0: Word. What okay. up?
1: Yeah. Sixteen thousand miles on it. Black. Twenty thirteen. Uh huh. With sixteen thousand miles. Uh huh. Black exterior, black interior, all black everything. Eight cylinder, rear wheel drive, sixty five. Wow. Jeez. Oh, you know here's a here's an AMG. That's a C. I don't oh, C class. That's not my style. I won't fit in that thing.
3: <laughs> Is that the little ones? The C class? Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh.
3: God, man, even 65,000 just seems outrageous. Or this is
1: more your speed. I think 2018 Ford F-150 Raptor, brother.
3: Yeah, what do they want for that? 62.
1: That's crazy. 28,000 miles. It's nice, but that's crazy, man. Crazy talk.
3: That's crazy. That's crazy. That's two vehicles. That's two vehicles. Right. Two good vehicles. Two very good vehicles. I'd rather have two. I'd rather have a regular $25,000 truck. And another twenty five thousand dollar car, and then have ten grand still left over. That's how I would be.
1: Nineteen eighty Porsche nine eleven SC, thirty thousand miles, red beige interior. How much? Sixty grand. That's crazy, man.
3: But those are also. I think those vehicles are made for people with money that don't understand the type of money that i'm that's, that's correct you're right.
1: like they're like oh that's like that's like 50 dollars to us
3: like i always joke like i work for coca-cola i make money i don't make real money right like i make livable wages i don't make above that that's why like honestly like like you're in the stock market now right we've talked about that right or you're about to get into about it you're about to, to dive yeah. in have you thought about what you want to buy what you want to purchase because I was looking at mine for the first time in six months. I took six months off because I was watching it daily, which is a terrible mistake for any new stock people out there. Don't watch your stocks every day. Don't.
1: Yeah, you can't do that.
3: Don't. Don't do it. So, like, for me, um, like, for me, like, a good example of one that I picked was Shopify. Yeah. I picked Shopify, and that was $142 a share when I bought it, and it's at $265 nice. now. So it's a good little thing. But then, like, you take hits on other ones. So, like, FedEx, I bought it $206. It's $185. It's going to happen, but you just got to yeah, let it ride. You got to ride it, man.
1: Oh, here's another one. I'll paint this one, This one, see, this is, this is your real Coca-Cola money is what you need right here. Right. This is a 2019 Porsche 911 GT3 RS. It's a 2D coupe uh six cylinder four liter okay boom seven speed Porsche doppel couple transmission that sounds about right j <laughs> t silver metallic Did you say
3: thermal couple <laughs> doppel couple. doppelganger yep, yes
1: correct uh black this is this is a brand new vehicle alpino and it is two hundred and twenty nine thousand eight hundred and eighty six dollars
3: So the problem with those type of vehicles is I would always be afraid that, like, honestly, if anyone even got near it. Yeah, like, don't even look at it. Don't even look at it.
1: I mean, you would totally be that asshole in the back of the Walmart parking lot parked over four spots.
3: And I got to be honest with you, I would totally feel like that asshole.
1: You don't take that car to Walmart.
3: No, I just mean in general, I would feel like that asshole.
1: You would not park that car anywhere except the garage. Because
3: I grew up South Side. Right. Like, I grew up South South St. Louis. Dirty. Yeah, I grew up South St. Louis, man. So, like... Even the idea of driving around in a $100,000 vehicle just doesn't seem like me. It just isn't me. Not to mention I'm covered in tattoos and I work a, a menial job like it's just not who I am, man. Never has been.
1: Do you know do you know who else has Brutes Southside Dirty? Hmm. Henry Showroom, Henry Plumbing Showroom. Oh yeah. Our newest sponsor.
3: Love happy of the board, of man. the
1: STL Happy Hour podcast. They are opening a brand new showroom, no less than twenty feet down this hallway. Really? Yes. Oh wow! Find awesome, awesome stuff for the home of any budget.
3: I've been to Henry's, actually the one down in South City, quite a few times.
1: Actually. Nice. Yes, very nice stuff.
3: They're they're leaving that one open though, right?
1: They have seventeen locations.
3: Oh wow! I only knew about the one in South Saint Louis.
1: Yeah, they are. Uh... There, so they uh, they've been around since 1946. Mm-hmm. They carry brands like American Standard, LK, brands you know, brands you've heard of. But here's the difference: they get different stuff than the big box stores get. Okay. They don't get the stuff that you see at Home Depot. They don't get the stuff to see at Lowe's. Sure, you got to come see them. You see great, great stuff. Their website is HenryKitchenAndBath.com. That's Henry Kitchen and Bath. Give them a call, 314 773 3636. That's 314 773 3636. And tell them that you heard about us on the STL Happy Hour podcast.
0: Yes,
3: please do. They'll be very happy to hear. That's that. really super awesome. I'm absolutely thrilled to have them board. Damn,
1: that's awesome. so great. I mean, it's so awesome stuff. They have uh, Brittany is going to be here working here at the Glen Carbon showroom. Cool yeah it's it's neat stuff they'll do stuff for your kitchens too it's and it's not just bath supplies it's really it's any plumbing supply sure so henry plumbing showroom our newest sponsor here visit them online henrykitchenandbath.com that phone number one more time for you 314-773-3636 taking a quick break we'll be right back with more of the scl happy hour podcast right after this i changed my mind on the last second I can't believe this beat has never been dubbed by a rap artist. Kind of seems like it would be. It absolutely should have been. It's the uh, St. Louis Happy Hour Podcast, STL Happy Hour on Facebook. com is the website where you can find all of the great content that we create here at the St. Louis Podcast Network. I think I have two new podcasts going to join it, too. Really? Yeah. No Milty, Milty, familiar with Milty? Ah, Mark Milton. Mark Milton, the STL tax lawyer. He were and uh, we're, we're talking on uh, Wednesday morning. And then there's uh, some guys from Cisco Networking, not the food company. Yeah, they want to do six podcasts a year.
0: Nice.
1: Talking so, and um, I have the have the space and the and the wear all.
3: Yeah, the wherewithal, yeah. To get
1: them uh, all set up. So we're looking forward to having those happen. Hey. It may or may not happen. You know, we shouldn't really talk about business on the air, but. Yeah. yeah. We talk about everything we shouldn't on this podcast. <laughs> Pretty much. Find us on your favorite podcast app, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or Spotify. It's really easy. I'm, I'm going to do it right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fade down, wham, everything she wants. What a sick beat, man. That is just that is all good right there. I'm gonna go up here to my search bar in uh in Spotify. I'm gonna type in STL happy hour. And what do you know? It's the top result. Of course it is. We're number one. We're number one. Somewhere in your heart. At least in your heart. Hey,
3: people listen, we'll take it, man. I
1: know. It's all the good feedback we got. I always
3: appreciate the feedback. I always I always tell my friends and family and people that listen, uh if they could send reviews, good, bad, and different, uh, I always like to have just feedback on it, man. I ask Lauren all the time, and she, I and, and I always want the
1: honest. Well, and then so you sent you sent me a screenshot of the synopsis that she wrote.
3: Yeah, yeah, she's great, man.
1: I showed that to Kelly. Yeah, I'm like here, look what Lauren does. Yeah. She goes, I don't
0: like her. Lauren, <laughs>
3: Lauren, Lauren is such a sweetheart. She told me the other day. She goes, I've actually listened to it three times. The last episode. That's
1: so awesome. And Kelly does like Lauren, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Uh, Kelly doesn't have Bluetooth in her car. Believe oh, that it or not.
3: sucks, man. That's a bad beat. Yeah.
1: So, but she has the aux cord and cable. But I okay. think she, I think she's on the phone talking to somebody. <laughs> sure. Whether it be she? me or Claire or her mom. Sure. Whenever she's driving. So yeah, I don't know. Well,
3: Lauren's Lauren's job's kind of like mine. It allows her to be podcasting a lot. So oh, okay. And then we had our friends Artie and Sydney, who you've met. They uh, were coming back from the Lake of the Ozarks. They listened to episode eleven, which is very nice of them. Very nice. Yeah. So it's it's awesome, man. It's very. It's uh it's it's really a great feeling to know that people are listening and not only listening but uh enjoying it. So thank you.
1: So we're gonna debut a new segment here. And what do we what do you what do you want to call it?
3: Wow, I wish I would have thought about a good name for it. Uh take it or leave it. Take it I feel like that's been somewhere, but I, I don't know if it works.
1: It's time for Take It or Leave It with Alpina. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I thought there was going to be a song with that.
1: No, just a little stinger.
3: No, oh, okay. <clears throat> All right, so <laughs> <clears throat> take it or leave it. Uh, President Donald Trump today.
1: Yes, I know a lot about myself.
3: He knows a lot about St. Louis, and it's great. He, uh, he awarded Tiger Woods the uh, Presidential Medal of Freedom. Thoughts? Take it or leave it? Is that the same thing that Stan Musial got? I believe it is, yes.
1: Yes, I b- would say that Tiger Woods is very uh, deserving.
3: The Presidential Medal of Freedom yeah. is the highest civilian award in the United States and is given to people who make an especially great contribution to American society. Yeah, so
1: you take it. I, I'm I'm taking it.
3: I think so too. Uh, I don't have an I don't have a problem with it. A lot of people that had backlash with it said that Tiger Woods cheated on his wife. You know, supposedly with. A lot of women. I mean, who doesn't have personal indiscretions? Correct, correct.
1: His has happened to be made super, super public.
3: Right, right. So I I don't think it has... I think what he did for the game of golf, what he's done for uh, sports in general, and what he's done for uniting uh, what used to be a pretty segregated sport, if we're being honest with ourselves. uh, What he's done with that makes him worthy of getting it. I also, just for a second, a quick aside, I'm actually uh, okay with what president trump has done with with these presidential medal, medals of freedom like giving them to elvis presley
1: post you know uh posthumously.
3: yes yeah like I'm, I'm happy about that like why would elvis not have it like elvis like changed he, music forever yeah, he,
1: elvis I, I'm, I'm shocked that elvis didn't have one to begin with
3: yeah so i mean i don't know i don't have a problem with it i really no. don't I mean, it's a Mike, neat thing michael jordan has one yeah so i i don't have a problem with it i'm actually up for that
1: who gave uh didn't and someone gave did barack obama get one did Tom Trump give barack obama one I'm Barack Obama. Uh,
3: I'm not sure. I'd have to look it up. I know there's been quite a few people that have had that have had it. I I, I know that.
1: Did Chicago elected a female lesbian mayor? Yes. Pretty damn cool. Yes, it is. Yes, that's pretty neat.
3: Yes, it is. I I think it, I I don't think I know it's time for what your sexual preferences are and your religious preferences should not have any stake in whether you are proper to run like a political office that is correct it just should have no bearing on it like it should it just shouldn't like i get i get bothered by it when people are bothered by that like oh the mayor is gay or whatever and they have an issue that is the reason why
1: and the reason why i think it's good is not the fact that she's a female and that she's a lesbian uh but that is going to change chicago politics right hopefully for the good which also affects illinois politics
3: I, I think I think we're going to see a huge shift in the way politics are done in general over the next 10 to 15 years. Like, I just think we're going to see a very large shift. I mean, mostly because, again, going back to what we talked about last week, uh, I think we're going to see things that we never thought we'd see, which is like marijuana is going to become legal, in my opinion, all across the United States. Introduced in today 10. in Illinois
1: by J.B. Pritzker. That's right. Under federal yep. investigation. All right. Question two. We're in the middle of a segment here, Alpino. We can't. We got to stay on track.
3: Damn it. Sorry. Segment two. It's my fault, too. Well, actually, it, the second question, oddly enough, is take it or leave it. Uh, Illinois Governor JB Pritzker announces plan to legalize
1: marijuana. Taking it.
3: Take it. I think you have we need, to take it. We too.
1: need the tax dollars here in this state very, very badly. Absolutely, the money is huge. The man. money is huge.
3: Like I, I'm, I'm reading about it right here. It says that uh, he reached an agreement with key lawmakers on a plan to legalize recreational marijuana in the state starting next year. Yep. That's huge, man. Big it deal. actually would have be. It's going to allow adults 21 and older to legally buy cannabis for recreational use from licensed dispensaries. Residents could possess up to an ounce, 30 grams of marijuana, uh, and it would also automatically expunge some marijuana convictions. Awesome. That's pretty big. That's great. All right. Let's see. Number three. Take it or leave it. 20,000 people signed pledge to not give kids smartphones until eighth grade. Take it or leave it. Take it. The initiative is called Wait Until 8th. That's what it's called. Huh. Parents in all 50 states have signed the Wait Until 8th pledge that a Texas mother started two years ago. It's an online initiative to get parents away from giving their smartphones to their kids until they reach 8th grade. And uh, wow, man, that's crazy. It says the movement said it reached 20,000 pledges in March from people in 50 states.
1: I'm surprised that they don't have like, and maybe, they, maybe maybe some carriers do. I you No, know, they like like they have the old folks' phone, the Jitterbug, which is basically just a phone.
3: What the hell is a Jitterbug? I don't know what you're talking about right now.
1: Oh, it's just a it's just a it's like a just motor- literally a cell phone, literally a phone,
3: text call.
1: That's no, it. not even text.
3: Oh, you can only call.
1: You only call.
3: What originally what the phone was.
1: For. And it has like huge numbers on it, so that old people can see it. Oh, all right. So, so there you go. Right. So there's so there's there's the phone for your kids. Get your kids a Jitterbug and tell them what the Jitterbug I th- is. I think
3: this one might be a leave it for you. Okay. I'm gonna guess. This all right, is, uh, take it or leave it. The house featured in the opening credits of Full House. So you know the house I'm talking about? Yeah, on the row. That's right. That's right. It's also part of Fuller House, obviously. The yes, one on Netflix yes. now. Uh, it is priced at $5,995 million. Would I buy it? Would you buy it? Leave it. You would leave it?
0: Yeah.
3: Hmm. It is a 3,728 square foot, four bedroom, three and a half bath home that has been renovated, renovated and it says seismically retrofitted. I guess because it's in San Francisco.
0: Yeah.
1: By the now, way, it, granted, it's... housing is very expensive in San Francisco.
3: Yes, and if you wanted to look it up, by the way, it's at seventeen oh nine Broderick Street in San Francisco. That uh, Broderick, spelt like Matthew
1: Broderick, if you ever wanted to check it out a bit. Seventeen oh nine Broderick. Yep. San Francisco. Cisco. I spent time in San Francisco.
3: <laughs> Have you ever been to San Francisco?
1: I've been to San Jose. San Jose. Family. Yeah, went for a Blues playoff game. Oh, cool! That's yeah. pretty awesome. Um. Oh, so it's not like on the opening scene; it's the scene that where they where they cut and they're going into the house. Yes. It's it's that house. Yes. Which looks nothing like the the studio house. Correct. I mean, this place is absolutely gorgeous. So
3: maybe we're taking it now. If you had the money, of course. Oh yeah, you gotta have, I have six milli. You gotta have six million to spend on it.
1: That, and yeah, it's beautiful.
3: How much money would you have to have in your bank before you'd spend six million dollars on a house? Ten? So then you'd have four million over. You'd have four million left. Then your house would be paid off.
1: Uh estimate a payment alpina, if you're interested, from uh, from our, our friends at Zillow. Uh, twenty eight thousand seven hundred and thirteen dollars a month. Huh. Huh. You know what I want to know what they are? you know what I really huh. want to know? It was built in 1900.
3: Wow. Really? God, imagine if you would have bought it back then, man. Oh, guess the property taxes on it. Property taxes in San Francisco, so it's California? Yep. Oh, I couldn't even fathom. What is it? 50 grand. A year? $50,000 a year to live there? Uh-huh. I guess if you're spending $6 million on a house, that's, you don't really care. And
1: that's based on a tax assessment of $4 million.
3: Mm, that's gross.
1: Uh, Yeah, so it's
3: probably gonna be more like sixty grand a year.
1: So after the Reno, so before the Reno, I had a tax assessed value of two point one million dollars, and the property taxes were twenty five thousand dollars. They did the they did the Reno sometime before they got reassessed in twenty seventeen. The house was then uh, assessed at a four million dollar value, up eighty seven point three percent, and the taxes jumped to forty seven thousand two hundred eighty four dollars. That's just for, so gross. All for painting and doing some new bathrooms. <laughs> wow. It's beautiful. I mean, it's absolute. I'd, I'd have to buy it furnished because it's just so tastefully done. 1709 Broderick Street, San Francisco. San Francisco.
3: All right. Take it or leave it. CVS, Payless, and Victoria's Secrets are the top three major brands that are closing stores in 2019. Uh, let's see Based on figures from global marketing research firm CoreSight Research Bankruptcy filings and company earning reports More than 6,500 stores are already slated to be shuttered Between the three brands With Payless accounting for the largest number of clothing 2,500 Almost 2,600 stores Will be closed by the end of March Take it or leave it
1: um, These are companies that have not kept up with the times I feel like yes. you know, Granted I am also not a Victoria's Secret shopper I'm not.
3: <laughs> you got teddies. Don't lie.
1: Okay. Maybe I do. But <laughs> the, like the teddy like just like comes down to my nipples. <laughs> it doesn't quite go over my tummy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um. In stores like Payless. Um, Payless is were they were in a lot of malls back in the day. Mm-hmm. They really didn't have like standalone stores. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that there is uh, that they have fallen by the wayside. Mm hmm. Because of the mall, not surprised.
3: That's actually a really good point. I also just think consumers have just changed the way that they value their clothing. I think they just value their clothing more. I think it's the same thing that's happening to like Old Navy and stuff like that.
1: Oh, is it really? People aren't buying just... um, Because girls used to be really good at buying $10 shoes that they would wear once. Yeah. But like I bought Kelly last year. I bought her a pair of Echoes, ECCO. Oh, those are great shoes. Those are great shoes. But they cost $125. Yes. And they they last a long time if your dogs don't chew them. Uh, ah,
3: sucks. Also, as part of this thing, as I'm reading here, in 2018, Coresight tracked 5,528 closings, which include Toys R Us locations, mattress firm stores, Kmart, and Sears location, as well as Brookstone's all remaining mall stores. <laughs> Although, that, isn't there a couple of Brookstones still around? I guess they're on the way out. That's crazy, man. CVS is closing 46 stores. Wow.
1: Bath. And, and whereas, and Walgreens keeps building one on every single corner.
3: Yeah, and Bed Bath and Beyond stores are closing as well. I don't know
1: how. I don't know how they do it. How Walgreens does it? It's it's amazing.
3: I would guess the pharmacy. Plus, the markup's huge, and all their stuff. It's huge. It really is. They're getting it in bulk.
1: Yeah, maybe it, and, maybe it is the pharmacy.
3: Yeah, and they're tagging you, man. They're getting you coming and going.
1: Back to San Francisco. Uh, this apartment has a view of the bay. It is two beds, one bath, 1,350 square feet, located at 1485 38th Street, or 38th Avenue in San Francisco. I'm sorry, this is a house for rent. Uh, Wow. uh, Guest rent. And how much is it? Or what is the size? Two bed, one bath, 1,350 square feet.
3: And it's in San Francisco. The rent uh, per month, I don't know, $3,500?
1: $4,400 a month.
3: That's so gross, man. Yep. That's well over $50,000 a year in rent. Right. Uh, Let's see. Take it or leave it. Winnie the Pooh, Disney voice star Jim Cummings, is accused of rape and animal abuse, as well as sexual assault and drug addiction. Wow, that's crazy. So legendary Disney voice actor Jim Cummings, known for the characters of Tigger, Mickey Mouse's villain, Mickey Mouse villain Pete. Wow, that's crazy. I see Pete every day in the... Oh, that's nuts. (laughs) And Winnie the Pooh... Is oh. currently locked in a bitter war with his ex wife as she is claiming years of abuse by the star, including sexual assault, drug addiction, and animal abuse.
1: Oh, bother. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Leave it, obviously. Yeah, wow. leave it. Yeah. Uh, Jim Cummings, sorry about your luck.
3: He's yeah. done over 250 voices for Disney. Wow. 250 voices. That's crazy. Oh, man. What's this other one I got here? Sorry, my uh, internet's pulling a little bit of trouble here. Take it or leave it. St. Louis makes a huge jump into the ranking of top cities for entrepreneurs in the United States. Well, take that. Take that all day. St. Louis is number two, which is a 20-spot jump from last year's ranking by online resources for small businesses.
1: Is that thanks, thanks to the Cortex District?
3: I'm actually trying to see exactly why they're saying it uh touting a low cost of living yes a number of resources for startups in the nation's highest business survivability rating which is crazy to me that's crazy How
1: is that possible
3: i don't know st louis is the second best city in the united states for entrepreneurs according to fitsmallbusiness.com huh 20 spot jump that's pretty
1: huge i mean as a purveyor of a small business in the st louis region proper i mean I, i can see it happening i mean we're we're our company is doing very well. Yeah. Here's but, what, I mean, but there's been lean years too, so recently. So, the,
3: so you were asking about the reason. The reason says, uh, here's the reason they gave for St. Louis being number two. St. Louis lands as the second best city for entrepreneurs thanks to its high business survivability, lower than average tax rate, which I also find crazy, and a very low cost of living. While this may seem surprising to aspiring startup owners who equate bigger cities like San Francisco with entrepreneurship, St. Louis's affordability and under-saturation make it an ideal Proving, proven ground is what they meant to say for new businesses. St. Louis not only has the nation's highest business survivability rate, 85.3%, compared to the national average of 79.2%. But it also ranks as one of the top cities in the United States for millennial entrepreneurs. About 40% of new ventures are started by millennials and 42% by Gen Xers. According to LendingTree, the city also boasts a number of startup resources such as Accelerate St. Louis, a business accelerator, and EQ, a media platform dedicated to startups. The list, the top 10, the only one in front of us is Seattle. And then number three is Denver. Number four is Detroit. That's strange. Number five is Nashville. Number six is Salt Lake. Number seven is you wouldn't guess it if I if I even told you. Portsmouth, Vermont. Number eight is Boston. Number nine It'll is be, Austin, Texas. Hey, hey who's
1: boy? That'd be Portsmouth.
3: Portsmouth? <laughs> Portsmouth to me, baby. And number 10, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Portsmouth, whatever. Whatever. All right, uh, take it or leave it. All right. Netflix releases a new movie, Ted Bundy biopic starring Zac Efron. Do you believe uh, Zac Efron would make a good Ted Bundy?
1: I think Zach Everyone's a pretty good actor,
3: so yes, yes, he is. I also agree. Yeah, I think he's a very good actor.
1: And did you see? Are you, do you guys? Did you guys ever watch *A uh, Handmaid's Tale*? No, but we got it on the Hulu. We're and gonna it's do it. New season, June five. Oh, really? So and how many seasons are there right now? Two, two. So we can catch up pretty yeah, quick. I think about ten or twelve episodes per season, maybe.
3: Okay, uh, two. I'm gonna give you two of them here, right at the same time. Ooh, a two All five. right, it's uh, they both go with uh, Burger King. Okay. Burger King is releasing the Impossible Whopper, which is a meatless Whopper. Yep.
1: Take it or leave it. Well, they were test marketing it here in St. Louis. So mm-hmm. people have I've heard people that have had it. They like it. And they loved it. Yeah. Uh and also there's a there's a restaurant over here called Wang Gang. Okay. Nice. Uh, it's different Chinese cuisine.
3: Okay. It's good. Yeah. But
1: they have an Impossible they've had the Impossible burger on their menu for a couple of years now. Really? And it's they sell a hell of them. A lot of them. I don't know what's in the Impossible Burger that makes it impossible. Is it is it soy-based product?
3: It has to be something like that. Yeah. Like veggie-based of some yeah. sort. I anyway, know. they
1: say it tastes way better than any old of the old veggie patties. Which hey, if you don't have to kill cows to do it, that's, that's all good by me. Cow, man. Okay. Cows are not a natural being.
3: What the hell does that mean? All right. Oh, he's sitting up for this, one, this one's going to get good. Cows are not a natural being.
1: What the hell does that mean? Cows were genetically engineered out of another animal. What other animal? I don't know. Hang on. Cows wiki.
3: <clears throat> what? Are you talking about? You can't be serious. Are you serious right now?
1: Yes. Okay. Like the cow- like the cows that we know today, yeah, were made by man. Seriously. Yes.
3: Oh, i got to say all in for this.
1: They are derived from... Hippos? Um,
3: I'm just throwing out animals at this point. How the hell did you learn this?
1: Unless somebody, unless somebody was pulling my leg. Ah,
3: I hope that's the case. That <laughs> would freak me out. That we made cows.
1: I know for a fact that the... Like the, the Hereford cows that we get beef out of. Okay. They're genetically injured. They're not, they were created. Yeah. Not really modified, but like they took two different cows. Okay. Or different types of cattle to make this one cow. Okay. Okay. And it was done on purpose. I mean, they're still living creatures. Sure. But they were, they were designed for us to eat.
3: Uh, could you ever be a cattle rancher? Could you do that? Could you Could you kill an animal? No. You... See, I couldn't do it. Have you I ever feel... been a hunter? Have you ever hunted?
1: I've never even shot a gun in my life.
3: I've shot guns. I, I just, I, I don't yeah. hunt. I don't hunt. I can sit in a tree stand and drink and provide entertainment, which is mostly what deer hunters don't want because they don't want you to make noise. So I'd be a pretty awful companion.
1: Like Holstein cattles are, were engineered for milk.
3: I couldn't do it. I'm fine with taking their milk. I just can't kill them. I often think about that. Like when I'm eat like I eat a lot of ground turkey and I'm also, I'm always like.
1: When I found out that they were put here for us to eat.
3: You were down with it?
1: I'm down. <laughs> so take it. Now granted, cows are, cows are, you know, sacred in some religions, some parts of the world. Yeah. It's always eating
3: bugs, but I don't do that.
1: Right. I think it's the same regions of the world that like we'd rather eat bugs than. Yeah, no thanks. All right.
3: All right, take it or leave it, Burger King again. Burger King is rolling out a new box meal called the Real Meal. It's designed as a play on McDonald's Happy Meal, and it's a way to bring attention to mental illness. Okay. Uh, let's see. So here's your options. In a press release, the company said it understands that no one is happy all the time and it encourages customers to order a real meal to match whatever mood they're really feeling. The options include a pissed meal, a blue meal, a salty meal, a yes meal. That's Y A A A A S. Yes, and a D G A F meal, which I guess that's means don't, don't
1: give a, don't give a oh, five.
3: Oh, okay. The company also released a promotional video with the tagline "Feel your way" instead of the usual "Have it your way, take it or leave it."
1: I'll take it. Go for it.
3: I got they, they look pretty you know, cool. So we t- are
1: we are big on mental health awareness on this podcast.
3: Yep, absolutely.
1: So, if you want yeah. to bring more attention to it, yeah. have at it.
3: So, I mean, so the colors are red, fuchsia, black, turquoise and blue, just if anyone was wondering about that. Did you ever used to watch uh, Bar Rescue?
1: I love Bar
3: Rescue. I love Bar Rescue.
1: I need like that.
3: John Taffer?
1: Yeah. Shut uh, it down.
3: Yes. Shut it down. So, he's going to have a new spin-off show. Yeah. Called Marriage Rescue. I love to see John Taffer like small
1: business rescue.
3: Yeah, I love I I think I just love that show. Yeah, I really do. Uh, So so what's
1: going to happen to marriage rescue? I'm going to guess he's going to rescue marriages because he feels like he's now like Dr. Phil.
3: Yeah, you would, too, if you were making the money Dr. Phil is making. Uh, Yeah. Hollywood Reporter reports that Paramount Network, which used to be Spike TV, for those who are wondering, uh, is taking its unscripted rescue franchise from the bar and to the altar. Uh, let's see. Paramount has renewed Bar Rescue for another twelve episodes for season seven, uh, which obviously, as we were talking, Taffer helps you know families revitalize bars and businesses. Blah blah blah. blah, But this time, he'll be doing it uh, with Marriage Rescue, and they say it's going to be must see TV. Of course, they wouldn't say that if they didn't think so. Well, right. But uh, yeah, I think I'd take it. And I'll tell you what, it will start on June second.
1: So John Taffer's first bar. That he managed was here in St. Louis. Seriously? Yes.
3: Which bar was it?
1: I've all I I'd always thought it was AJ's at the Adams Mark. Oh. But okay. it's not. It's something else. Hmm. It's but it's something that we've all heard of, and I can't not and I can't remember for the life of me which bar it was, but I've heard of it. Uh bovine genome. Excuse me? Back to cows.
3: We're back to the cows.
1: Okay. On 24th of April, uh, uh, 2009, edition of the journal Science, a team of researchers led by the National Institutes of Health and the U.S. Department of Agriculture reported having mapped the bovine genome. The scientists found cattle have about 22,000 genes and 80% of their genes are shared with humans. And they share about 1,000 genes with dogs and rodents, but are not found in humans. Using this bovine HAP map, researchers can track the differences between the breeds that affect the quality of the meat and milk yields. Behavioral traits of cattle can be as heritable as some production traits, and often the two can be related. The heritability of fear varies markedly in cattle from low 0.1 to high 0.53. Such high variation is also found in pigs and sheep, probably due to differences in the methods used. The heritability of temperament response to isolation during handling has been calculated as 0.36 and 0.46 for habituation to handling. Rangeland assessments show that heritability of aggressiveness in cattle is around 0.36. Quantitative trait LOCI QTLs have been found for a range of production and behavioral characteristics for both dairy and beef cattle. How about them apples?
3: Hey, I'm just glad you found it because you were starting to get nervous there for a second. Just a little bit. Just for a second.
1: Just a little bit.
3: All right. Take it or leave it. Amazon Prime plans to replace free two-day shipping with free one-day shipping. Amazon plans to make one-day shipping the new standard for Prime members, the company said, uh, and it will now uh, work away from doing two-day shipping. Thoughts? It's going to cost Amazon $800 million next quarter to make the transition. The in, That investment will go towards improving warehouses and delivery infrastructure. Due to the large investment, Amazon predicts its earnings will be a little bit lower this quarter. But it's Amazon. Stop it. It's gonna, Here's the deal. It's going to be fine.
1: Uh, their two-day shipping policy has actually changed. It's now two days from when they fill your order. Oh, Okay. And I don't even know if that's really been publicized a whole lot, but uh, I've noticed that no that when I that when I order stuff, it used to be if I order stuff on Tuesday, I got it on Thursday.
3: Now see, that's what happens with me most of the time.
1: If I order stuff on Tuesday now, I usually get it on Friday. Oh, really? Yeah, it's usually. Are you
3: ordering late at night?
1: No, usually during the day here.
3: Wow, that's strange. I, I didn't yeah. know that. Uh, the change will first roll out across North America before expanding globally to Amazon's more than 100 million Prime. Customers, holy crap! There's 100 million Prime customers. The retail giant may be incentivizing How customers. How many? 100 million Prime customers. 100 million.
1: Hey. I got I to I get the calculator out.
3: Uh, and if you were wondering, the company recently raised its Prime membership cost to 119 dollars a year. Oh, it's one nineteen dollars. So it's one nineteen times, times hundred million. One
1: hundred. That's a hundred thousand. There's hundred million.
3: Can you even say the number?
1: billion dollars
3: yes what that's what they make just in prime customers
1: how many of your prime features do you use
3: that's a really good question I don't use enough of them but like the free shipping alone is worth it to me plus the television so I get a lot out of the television I get a lot out of the prime music and I get a lot out of the prime so delivery television and music so that's what I essentially use it for all right Cause, dude, if you pay fifteen dollars in shipping a couple times, there's your hundred bucks right there. I'm gonna
1: read just a few. I'm gonna recap a few of these. So we we know that you get um you get free two day shipping, free same day shipping. Shipping Prime now mm. in certain uh it's it's a, it's a free two hour delivery on thousands of items in certain zip codes. I think large metropolitan areas. Mm. <clears throat> uh, free release date delivery, free release delivery, on I mean, as well pre order items delivered on their release date to zip codes. So. If you uh, you pre-order something, you'll have it on the day it comes out. You don't need to wait for the two days after. Oh, okay, okay. So it yeah. instantly be there. Okay. I do use the no rush shipping a lot to get the dollar credit for the pantry. Okay. That, and That's kind of cool. See, I didn't even know about that. Yep. Amazon day, choose a weekly delivery day for the items that you buy throughout the week. That is a That's a new thing too. Okay. So you get all your deliveries like on Friday.
3: I kind of like that. Yeah. I'm not against that.
1: Streaming benefits, Prime Video, Amazon Channels. Uh, watch your favorite shows and movies from HBO, Showtime, and Stars channels. No cable required. So, well, that's how you get HBO, Showtime, and Stars. As if you have, as if you have Amazon Prime and Hulu.
3: You still have to pay for it though.
1: So, you still have to pay for HBO. dollars oh, four ninety nine to fourteen ninety nine a month for yes. Prime members. But like you can, but you can select which one do you want. But can you watch Game of Thrones? Can can I watch if I want to watch Game of Thrones, which I don't? Which last one on Sunday is that one available now on Amazon Prime? Yes. It is? Yeah. Okay.
3: Also, a fun fact about Amazon Prime is uh, Amazon Prime TV, Thursday Night Football, if you don't have the NFL Network, it's actually on there. Yep. Yeah. That's how Um, I watched it.
1: Shopping benefits include Whole Foods Market, exclusive savings for Prime members, 5% back for eligible Prime members with the Amazon Prime Rewards Visa card, Mm -hmm. Amazon Prime Rewards Visa Signature card, Amazon Prime Store card.
3: I have That's my number one credit card is
1: my Amazon card. Amazon Dash for Prime, uh, Amazon Fresh. Uh, Prime wardrobe I've done that before
3: Where you can buy it and then return it You try it on for free yep. type of deal
1: Yep. Prime pantry which I've also used mm-hmm. uh, Deals and discounts Compliments of Amazon family These include up to 20% off diapers, baby food And more through throughout subscribe and save And 50% off eligible products for your baby registry uh, Prime early access Get 30 minute early access to lightning deals on Amazon.com I use that sometimes too mm-hmm. uh, Amazon Elements uh, Amazon's own line of everyday essentials I love Amazon basics stuff
3: I'll have to look all that up. I, honestly, I don't, I don't use enough of it. Now that we're talking about it, I obviously have figured out I do not I'm use enough it. I'm almost done with it. it.
1: Uh, reading benefits include Prime Reading. Amazon First reads, Audible Channels for Prime. Other benefits include membership sharing. Two adults living in the same household can create an Amazon household to share certain Amazon Prime benefits, which I do. Which we do that with Kelly. Uh, we do not use the Amazon Photos. Uh, Prime Supplemental Memberships include Amazon Fresh and the Amazon Channels and Prime Pantry.
3: I'm going to have to look into that household one you're
1: talking about. Me and Lauren. Oh, you and Laura don't she share? She just
3: logs in underneath mine.
1: Oh, yeah. She can have her own. That way she can, she can like have her own list and yeah. hide stuff from you. And,
3: oh, that's cool. No, yeah. I like that. So that's a take it.
1: I oh, guess for sure. It,
3: yeah. All right. Take it or leave it. Netflix is testing a shuffle feature to randomize television viewing. Yes. All right. So this is what it says. In the age of streaming video, the experience of coming home, turning on the television, and finding a random rerun of The Office to watch... Has largely become obsolete, which is true. I mean, with, Very, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the streaming giant is now testing a button that would allow its users to play a random episode of television. The test, first discovered by a blog, Android Police, and later confirmed by Netflix in a statement to the Hollywood Reporter, is currently only running for some users on Netflix mobile app for Android devices. Netflix regularly tries out new features with a small segment of nearly 149 million global members. Holy crap! That's a lot of people that are members.
1: Again, 149 149 million members times fifteen, times fifteen dollars a month.
3: That's how they pay for all these specials.
1: Yep, that's how they get. That's how they get Zac Efron to oh. star as Ted Bundy.
3: God, that's a lot. That uh, really
1: is a lot, man. That's a neat feature. Just hey, throw, I like that. Hey, throw something on television for me, real quick. I really don't care what it is. I just want, I just want some background noise.
3: Yeah. Well, I I like also just like the idea of like, all right, I'm not going to pick the office episode I'm going to watch. I'm just going to let it pick it for me. Kind of like an iPod shuffle.
1: Pretty much. an iPhone shuffle. I like it. I'm in. I take it. Texas
3: or (laughs) Texas. Take it or leave it. Texas bill would ban people from using food stamps on soda, candy, and other junk food. A new bill in Texas would ban food stamp recipients from being able to use benefits to buy any type of soda, candy, or other junk foods. Do you believe in the bill?
1: Mm Nah, leave it.
3: Leave it. Let them, let them, whoever they are. If
1: they're on, if they're going to find a way to get it anyway.
3: Right. They're going to scam the system, so yep. might as well. What was the other one I had for you? I was reading this thing. Uh, uh, it's a golf thing. We'll talk about it off the air. It's about the, uh, yeah. the new study. Uh, golfers have been aiming wrong the whole time. I saw that on your page. Yeah. Yeah? And that's sure. What is it? The feet?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The
3: whole body. The whole alignment. So most golfers see where they want their ball to end and aim straight for it. Pretty straightforward. Other inc- others incorporate an intermediate target, a spot two feet in front of the ball, in line with their distant target, and focus before they swing. That's correct. But uh, Dr. Bob Christina, a professor of kinesiology, 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 nurse. Uh, took 29 golfers of varying skill levels and instructed them to hit six shots aiming three different ways. Look only at the distant target. Look only at the intermediate target. Then the traditional method of looking both at the distance and the intermediate. They measured the results and some rather interesting results came out. That's right. Golfers actually hit the ball straighter and just as far when they don't look at where they want to hit it and only focus on the spot two feet in front of the ball. So you're looking at the ball when you're standing over the ball. You're looking two feet in front of it when you're hitting?
1: So what I do is when I, when I part of my pre-shot routine, and no matter w- what kind of shot it is, mm. I start behind the ball. Okay. Kay. And I'm looking out. I look down at the ball, and I look out. And then I pick a point out there Yeah, where I want to hit it. Yeah. I bring that line back. So say this is my ball, and there's a line there, and mm-hmm. I'm going oh, to aim for that little black spot right here in front of me. Okay. I will set my feet. My hips, my shoulders, my hands. Get set to go. Make my other adjustments as needed and swing. Really? When, so that's
3: uh, the way to do it then, properly. Right? Yeah,
1: because yeah, if if you keep looking out there, you're you're gonna you're gonna fool yourself. You lose focus. You're gonna fool because you're gonna think. You're gonna think you're aiming to the right for to bring it back for a little bit of a draw. Mm. And what's what's really happening is. You may be aimed way over there, but just the but you're just going to naturally turn your head to where you want to aim, mm. and your body will not be aligned. I see it happen all the time with guys, all the time. Alignment is alignment and weight distribution are two of the most difficult things to work on, and, and comprehend in the golf swing.
3: It is. T- it's definitely tough for me, man. It it kills me. It's hard as fuck. It is. Golf is the single hardest sport I've ever played.
1: Playing my fan page fan pin club championship match this week
3: and how did you oh you're playing this week or first match first match you ready well, I mean, you've been uh, rained out for six weeks
1: I'm, we're gonna probably get rained out again yeah supposed to play wednesday
3: and where are you playing the rock
1: normandy normandy
3: nice yeah where nice.
1: all where all matches take place yeah yeah
3: all right, this one's going to be a big one for you. All right. This will be your final Take It or Leave It, and then we can kind of finish the show our proper way where we just kind of talk and have okay. a blast. All right, Take It or Leave It, Better Together, polls St. Louis City County merger petition. Uh, this is from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. The City County merger advocacy group Better Together, facing months of widespread and unflagging criticism, on Monday, pulled its beleaguered consolidation proposal from the state's initiative petition process. Better together, board members and insiders had for days been urging the organization to rethink a key component of the initia- initiation petition, the statewide vote. They advocated that the non- non-profit instead consider the addition of a new requirement that the measure be approved by St. Louis and St. Louis County voters to take effect. So they pulled the city-county merger petition, therefore essentially ending that battle right there. We've talked about this prior.
1: We have. Um, the reason that it had to go to the statewide vote was because they were going to make changes to the police departments because it's in the state constitution that every uh, every legal municipality in the state of Missouri either has to have our contract out for their own police services. Mm-hmm. So what they were looking for was an amendment to the constitution. Um I have not had a chance to read the story yet, which I right. It's really which, unfair which, that which I, I asked which, you. It. No, it's fine. No, it's not. I hate you. <laughs> um, and so, but for just from what I understand, is that the, the 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 constituents just could not understand or get over that fact
3: that it was going to be a statewide vote.
1: Going to be a statewide vote
3: affecting the city and county of St. Louis, even though you'd have some somebody but,
1: hours away. And unless I misread, because we talked about this too. It wasn't the vote. wasn't actually to create the to create the the new metro area. It was to put it on the ballot. Okay. And then, if that ballot measure passed, again it was it was to go. It was they they had to get the constitutional amendment first. Mm-hmm. Then, if that passed, then it was going to go on the ballot again. Justin's, I think, just in St. Louis City and St. Louis County. I believe so. If I if, I mean,
3: we can sure. address it more deeply. Or uh, We can on a, we, on a later date. I just thought, I wondered. I kind of just wondered what your initial, you know.
1: They did it for a reason. I mean, Lada Cruz had even said, this, we need to reset this. Now, I don't know what her motivation was for wanting to reset it. Now, it wasn't, now, am I mistaken? I was in Vegas when I read this,
3: but I believe. Wasn't the one of the guys high up in the NAACP? Wasn't he caught taking bribes from them? Yes. As well as obviously the guy they wanted to run it at the beginning, Steve Stenger, who yeah. is now being federally indicted.
1: As he's pled guilty already, he pled guilty. Of, there uh, you go. Uh, yeah. So.
3: so. I mean, like, I feel like the thing was doomed once this started happening. Like when you're having to bribe the NAACP, and when you're having the guy who you expected to be like
1: the yeah. front runner for it, it. It's not. This is not shocking.
3: No, it's St. Louis politics at its finest. At its absolute finest. If we can find a way to screw something up, we essentially do. Now, there are... I, I do know that there is good and bad to each thing. Now, while there would be good that would come from Better Together, there are also negative things. Like, I have friends who are in in, in industries uh, that would could be bothered by the Better Together proposition.
1: The thing... Yeah, the thing that that's crazy about it is that they won't even give anything a shot. They won't even let any. They won't even correct. Try, they won't even try anything. Correct. No effort is being made. Right. And, and, and I don't understand why they don't even want to try. I do understand why they don't want to try because of the segregation involved in the, in the city. Yeah. It's, unbelie- it's just it's, it's a, it's a un- bigger problem. It's, an unbe- it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's a bigger problem. Well, maybe something different will come of it down the road. Well, and here's what else I heard. And I need to Google this right now because I heard this, too. And I don't even know if this is true. Uh, NGA St. Louis. We talked about the NGA thing. The the big, yeah. pro- the big project in, in North City. Okay, Tell me that's
3: not in doubt. That's huge. That's a lot of jobs, the NGA.
1: A guy here in the office today was saying that it got moved to Nashville.
3: I hope not. Although everything's going to Nashville right now.
1: Here, let's Google NGA Nashville.
0: They
3: said 100,000 people showed up for the NFL draft in Nashville. Did you see that? 100,000 people. That's crazy. That is just almost unfathomable.
1: Okay, I type in NGA Nashville and it's it's not true. Good. It is still going.
3: Good. Thank God.
1: Yeah. I hadn't had a chance to Google that yet, so
3: Thank God. We
1: need it. It's great. There's still some there's still some question marks around a few things. But people you know I, I the guy was saying, Well it's because they're building it in the you know in the bad neighborhood. I'm like, No, I said most government projects outside go in bad neighborhoods so that we To they revitalize can, so to revitalize the neighborhood. Sure. Yeah, this better together thing. I,
3: I don't know. Like I said, once you had the bribery situations going on, and yeah, stanger, and the stanger thing, you, yeah. you
1: knew you knew that it's something days, was in trouble. It's days were numbered. Yeah, and that's fine. Hopefully, you know, if, if there if people are really committed to the cause of getting that put back together, or uh, of re, reuniting the um, the the city and the county, or, or at least putting it all in uh, developing a, a metro government, it'll happen. Yeah. I hope so. God, it just makes me sick. Yeah. It just makes me sick. By the way, uh parking in the wrong lot at SIU will cost you twenty bucks each time. Ouch. Now. Ouch. Yep.
3: So I can't imagine what fighting on Loyola would cost me now. <laughs> Other than my old age.
1: <laughs> Some soreness. Yeah. Um I was more sore yesterday after standing and coaching kickball than I was after I played golf.
3: What are you doing? I don't know. How, how do you coach kickball? I don't get it. I Move to you. the left, Sarah.
1: Five paces. Yeah. Line them up on the infield. Did Outfielders. You, hey, Zach. <laughs> take three steps to your right. Good you, job. Can you steal in kickball? No. No leading off. Softball rules. Damn. Uh, and Then I also maintained the uh, the lineup. I made sure people were batting in the right order. Did you play at all? No. Did Kelly play? No. I wanted to, but they didn't need
3: me. Yeah. I played kickball in like 2011. I yeah. played on a team for Sports Zone, some bar I worked for. I may have hurt myself. <laughs> Dude, I, I okay. You're gonna laugh. I took. I was telling you earlier in the show that I took Ensley to her first uh, swimming lessons, which is essentially you carrying your child around in water while she kicks her feet around, which right. is, it's, it's the single cutest thing <laughs> you could ever be part of. And, uh, I got done with it, and I was since it's connected to my gym, I was literally gonna go over to the gym, and I did I ended up going, but I had this like pinched feeling between my shoulder blades, I guess just from the way I was carrying her, yeah, and it's like what the hell is happening to me? I know i'm thirty three going on thirty four but somehow I have like a pinch in between my shoulder blades, just from like carrying my daughter in water by the way, I haven't been in a pool, a public pool. And I, 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 over a decade. Oh really? Yeah. It was weird. Like the smell of chlorine Oh, yeah. and other people. My dad was like, did it smell really chloriney?" Like that's what he asked yeah. me or whatever. And I go, yeah, but I'm happy it did. Cause like, you know what? When there's kids in the water and elderly folks in the water, like I don't want your, your waste swimming around me. Right. I want a lot of chlorine in there.
1: A lot of chlorine. And I'll tell
3: you what, it dries the hell out of your skin, man. Yeah. Now that you can tell it me. Can you get it? Do you still get tan? Uh, I get tan, but I can't burn. I don't burn where my tattoos are at. Oh, really? That's one positive side effect yeah. of tattoos. Good for skin cancer. Yeah. I for guess. skin cancer. I guess.
1: Hey, this is the SL Happy Hour podcast uh, brought to you by Henry Plumbing Showroom. 17 locations. Visit them online at henrykitchenandbath.com. Thank you so much for listening today, everybody. We really, really appreciate it. We're going to wrap the show up uh, from uh, SNL. It was the Sarah Christopher. one. Yeah. So Adam Sandler was the host uh the guest host on uh this past Saturday night and he as part of his uh routine he did a uh, he, he did a, a tribute to his friend Chris Farley. And I believe it's from the it was on the Netflix special uh Neither Alpina or 100% I
3: 100% fresher I believe is what it's called. Yeah. I
1: think neither Alpina or I got through. I think the, I'd
3: have to try it again. He's coming to town here June 5th. I love Sandler. I mean, I, 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 I think I have to give him a chance again.
1: I know. So it was so difficult to be like, eh. Yeah. I'm not really interested in this.
3: Yeah. I'll give it another so. shot.
1: Anyway, find us on iTunes. Find us on Google Play Music, on Spotify, and on Stitcher. You can uh, subscribe and listen on all of those places. For Alpena John Sander, I'm Ian Hanselman. You've been listening to the STL Happy Hour podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network.
2: First time I saw me he was sweeter than honey Plaid jacket and belt too tight, and he wasn't even being funny Then he cartwheeled around the room and slowed ass with a cleaning lady He was a one-man party you know I'm talking about, I'm talking about my friend Chris Farley On Saturday night my man would always deliver Whether he was the Bumblebee girl or living in a van down by the river dance at Chippendales with Swayze when they replaced his coffee with Folgers he went full on crazy. The sexiest cap me meatloaf in the band. Without him there'd be no lunch lady in lunch lady land. You know I'm thinking about, thinking about my boy Chris Farley. After a show we would drink a quart of Jack Daniel's Then stick the bottle right up his ass <laughs> But hungover as hell That Catholic boy always showed up to morning mass we tell him slow down You'll end up like Belushi and candy Said those guys are my heroes That's all fine and dandy I ain't making that stuff up That's the truth about my boy Chris Farley In the office, crying with his headphones on, listening to a Casey and the Sunshine band song. I said, Buddy, how the hell's is that making you so sad? Then he laughed and said, Just thinking about my dad. Last big hang we had Was at Timmy Meadows' wedding party We laughed all night long All because of Farley But a few months later The party came to an end We flew out to Madison The very our friend Nothing was harder than saying goodbye Except watching Chris's father up here turn to cry
0: mm-hmm.
2: Hey buddy, last moved on but you still bring us so much joy Make my kids laugh with your YouTube clips, oh Tommy Boy Yeah <laughs> And when they ask me who's the funniest guy I ever knew I tell them hands down without a doubt it's you Yeah, I miss hanging out watching you try to get laid But most of all I miss watching you torture spade You're a legend, like you wanted but I still wish you were here with me And we were getting on a plane to go shoot Grown-ups three Yeah, life ain't the same without you, boy. And that's what I'm singing about. I'm singing about my boy, Chris Farley. And if we make enough noise, maybe he'll hear us. Give it up for the great Chris Farley.